Welcome to Writing the Nerds. We're here and during our still COVID scare, uh, trying to bring you great, great, great entertainment, even though I know we're not great. Uh, <laughs> but I am Kegger, like I, like always. I'm here with my fellow nerds. Ray BG. Ray BG. Yeah, and Cody. And Cody. And today we have a special guest for the topic we're doing. Today's topic is uh, Battlestar Galactica. And today I've brought my father, Will King, to talk about it because, honestly, he's a bigger Battlestar nerd than than I am. So, uh, I don't know about Ray BG over here, but, or Cody. If we if we had a hierarchy, I'm pretty sure it's your dad's probably number one, Ray Sean at a close number two. And we're probably tied. tied for third. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, we're I probably watched, tied for third. I, I did watch the original series. I watched I haven't the seen the original series in so long. Like... Yeah, I. So I, I'm in. I've even played some of those terrible tie-in games. Uh, and I know, I know the <clears throat> some factoids about the show, but I don't know. Like, I can't remember everything. Even though, like, I did watch a few episodes with you when they were doing the, the marathon of it, Dad. Of the new. Stuff. Yeah, of the new stuff with uh, Olmos and and uh, Mark Shepard. Who just pops up and we might have to do an episode on just Mark Shepard and all the nerd stuff he pops up in. I wouldn't doubt that. Because, I mean, he had a serious run on, he, I mean, hell, he's Crowley yeah. in yeah. Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he did, uh, he had a serious arc on Doctor Who where he had a really important arc. The, the whole uh, Silence series. Okay. That they did, where they were dealing with the silence that season yeah. for eleven. Um, that was amazing. Firefly. Uh, <laughs> he just shows up everywhere. Um, I know he was in like Burn Notice. Yeah, even though that's really not a nerdy thing. I love I the mean, hell out of Burn Notice. Oh, I mean, well, you got Bruce okay, Campbell. Anything so. that Bruce Campbell is in can be considered a nerd prod. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I can it see doesn't that. matter. Like, there's there should be a cult around that man. Yeah, we might have to do an episode on the Jack of All Trades. <laughs> yes. Wow. That's Crowley really... Supernatural, the King of Hell. <laughs> oh, yes. Crowley. He was the greatest. I've, I was actually bummed when they actually killed his character off. Is, is he really like, yeah, he's... Unless... I haven't seen this new season, this last season. I don't know, but uh, he looked like he vaporized Lucifer... Often. I say Ray, so, Ray BG just sitting over there, just mum is the word. He's like, nope, yeah. nope, not saying <laughs> Love Crowley. Uh, Mark Shepard, great. If you don't know who Mark Shepard is, I think you kind of lose points on your nerd card. No. Uh, I, but, I got IMDb pulled up. I can just probably look this guy up. Right. Uh, I thought Crowley's mom was kind of... Oh, uh, Rowena. <laughs> yeah, she was awesome. <laughs> They always have to have like a hell one, like a hell character, an evil character that switches sides. Because Rowena was totally a villain until, and she'd do some good here and there basically because they'd get her to a point where she didn't have a choice. But we're talking about Supernatural. Kind of fits in with uh, Baltar. Yeah, Baltar. You act, Guys, is, Baltar. She is that devil's advocate type of character, and Baltar was definitely like that on, on the new. Well, actually, throughout all the series, he was sort of like that. Was, was he in the 80s? Yeah. yeah. He was in 1980? I don't know. In the 79, in the 78, in the 78 when he was in the 78 one. As a, I didn't know. I was asking if he was in Battlestar 1980. The second series was. that was, was bad. No, because they, they, they took specific characters in the 1980 version. Because some of the characters in, were in 
more of the kids, yeah. like you were saying. It was more like Starbuck and Apollo had been lost and killed mm-hmm. yeah. in the Haiti version. So, Which, yeah. And they were had hidden from the Cylons. They broke away, and they were trying to get Earth up to par so that they could fight the Cylons. Oh, okay. So I need to watch that. I don't think. I know it's awful, but. Heavy Cylon <laughs> involvement in that. It was a whole new genre, kind of. They um, they were on Earth, and then uh, one of the colonials uh, turned bad on that and was trying to go back in time to where... Wow, this got convoluted fast. Yeah. <laughs> this is why the 80 series didn't, didn't last. He tried to right. go back in time because he wanted to bring Hitler to power and take over the whole Earth. Well, I know that... I mean, not bring him to power, but... Give him weapons to where he would... He would win. Win, win. Yeah. So he ended up with a man at High Castle kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I can't remember. But the more guy space that played age. the bad guy on that was... We looked it up the other night. Yeah, um, we did. Because we've been talking a little bit. Nothing major. He had been a bad guy on all kinds of stuff yeah, during that. Yeah, he's the guy that had the super platinum, almost platinum blonde hair, right? Yeah. 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 He's been a bad guy in almost anything. He plays a villain in almost any movie he's in. Or TV yeah. show. It's... <laughs> I get his name. So, um, I'm uh, I'm on it. Right. I'm uh, I'm looking him up real quick. So, eighties <laughs> totally went away from the Cylons and went more to this guy. Oh shit! It only had 1980. Only had ten episodes. Yeah, yeah. Because it was, and only, <laughs> it was that bad. And you make Hitler your friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. Okay, I'm sorry. Right. Anyways, what was I his name? Only aired six episodes of it. What Richard Lynch? I think it's. Richard Lynch? Wasn't it? This guy. Bottom. Well, I just uh, yeah. found this yeah. Dr. Z guy, and his name is James Patrick Stewart, and that's almost like a shot in the gut. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it you're is, if you're in a Battlestar series, why are you introducing time travel into it anyway? Like, I, I mean, they kind of did it with that the okay. latest series. Well, even at that time travel, time travel all the way back to Hitler. Like, why are we? <laughs> why are we going there? Everybody does something with Hitler. Doctor Who Plus, did something with Hitler. Yeah, but see, Doctor Who's a Time Lord. It takes place on Earth. It, it makes travels sense. back in time. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Like, it, see, that one makes sense. Doctor Who can do anything he damn well wants to, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Like, just let the man have his fun, or woman, you know, whatever form he, let whatever the doctor, form the Time Lord takes. Yes. Let the Doctor have his fun. There yes. was one thing that was cool on that. Which one? They had on eighty. Eighty. They had a motorcycle. I saw that's one of the first mm-hmm. first pictures that comes up when you type in 80. Is oh, really? uh, yeah, the motorcycle, one of them sitting on it. Oh, and it cycled through some of them. There it is. I mean, it doesn't show all of the motorcycle. Yeah. But yeah. Wait. There you go. Well, that's, look, look at that headgear. Oh, right? Yeah. It's like a that, cobra head. That, yeah. that right, like I was going to say, he's, he's about ready to go take on the Joes. You like, know what that gonna... reminds me of? What's that? Uh, what was it? Sphinx in Venture Brothers. Oh, that shit, helmet looks right. just like the Sphinx guys yeah. in Venture Brothers. Yeah. That might have been why they got it. They might have because they pull Venture Brothers pulls from everything. They do, yeah. Um, we were laughing about um, how the, the sixth season ended with basically Monarch being Green Hornet. Yeah. But he was the Blue Morpho. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, let's uh, – What? Do you, I mean, we kind of started already, but – Anybody want to bring anything in? I know that the original series was like one of the most expensive series per episode to make. Mm. It was come in at like right at a million an episode, which for the 70s is yeah, that's outrageous. Massive. We I mean, had a big ad thing before it actually 
um, came out. I mean, it was months of commercials for it. Yeah. And we had just got out of Star Wars, and it was yeah. like, oh my God, this is something new like Star Wars that Star Wars get to see every week. Didn't Lucas sue? Lucas sued the original Battlestar, wasn't it? Didn't well, he? I don't, I don't know. I can't. Him. I don't know about that. I know he sued the U.S. government at one point for naming their missile defense system Star Wars. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I was pretty sure he tried to sue them and it halted production on the original series until it was done with court. But by the time they were done with court and court leaned with Battlestar, they awarded the winner to Battlestar. But by then they were bankrupt and they couldn't do any more episodes. And then we get the ill-fated 80s series, which 1980s series, which was uh, 10 episodes long. And then nothing until... 2004. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> see, it proves that sometimes you can make something so bad it can kill a series. Dude. Yeah. So, but um, in, in Battlestar's defense, so like you said, they did spend a ton of money in the 78, 79 series. But also during that time, that many people don't realize is you also had V. Oh yeah. At the That's same right. time as well. Yeah. So um, and V also did the same, basically did the same thing Battlestar did. They had their seventy, their late seventies run. They cut it, then they had an 80s run, and they cut it, and you can get another one until 2000. Yeah, and that didn't exactly. last long. Did that, did that make it two seasons? Yeah, I think it did Because that, that, uh, that had Vanessa from Deadpool. She yeah. was the main That's villain. Right. She was the queen. Yeah. Uh, and so, then uh, the chick that played Supergirl from Smallville. Car- yeah. Oh, not Carl. Uh, Laura Vanderroot. Yes. Vanderroot? Something. Something like that. Yeah, Vanderroot. She kind of looked, she's kind of hot, but kind of like, Skeletal looking, she like was, I don't know. She was weird. Looking. She was a model before. Yeah, she was she's in, super stupid. She thing. was in. Spe- I think she was the spe- last species. Oh, she was. She was in that remake. That yeah, last species four. Yeah, without, there you go. Without the original chick, yeah. uh, Natasha, Natasha Henstridge. Henstridge. Yeah. <coughs> <laughs> I mean, we go off on all kinds of tangents. Welcome to Right in the Nose. And I say, feel free for you know. Uh, I feel like we're filling in like spots for IMDb right now. Like, <laughs> I mean, exactly. that's that's my cheat sheet every time we do an episode is I hit IMDb hard. Um, so let's uh, let's uh, you want to start at the original Battlestar and move up? Yeah, that's kind of how we do it. It's very loosely. We we don't really ever have like an outline. Yeah, and it's probably shows as much as we get <laughs> off on tangents, but yeah. not at all. Not, <laughs> Well, I remember somebody gave was giving us a little bit of criticism. Somebody I know was, you know, just critiquing us a little bit. And they're like, do you have an outline? It sounds like you guys have an outline. And I was like, ah, no, we don't. Not at all. Yes, our outline clearly says insert tangent here. Right. And then just moves down. Like it's- we'll start with the earliest possible and then we move up. But we jump around so much, you know. We can talk about the original, but then we'll talk about 80, and then we'll talk about something completely off topic, and then we'll get back to the 2004, and then we'll get off topic. But <laughs> yeah, we can start with the with 1980, uh, or 19, 78. no, 70, 78. 78, not the 1980 one. Well, um, I know a few tidbits here and there from the first one I can remember, but you gotta remember I watched this 42 years ago. Yeah, it's been a it's been a minute. Um, <laughs> Dirk Benedict. Benedict yes. Who was Face Man? Yeah, oh, he's the movie. only real breakout star from that original series, too. Well, I mean, Lori Green. Lori oh, well, that's yeah. true. I take it back. Uh, he was already a star, though. Right. Yeah, he was already big. Uh, 
I mean, hell, Bonanza. Westerns, yeah. You know, he did Westerns. You mentioned Dirk Benedict. I remember there was an episode of the A-Team where they had a big battle and they won the day. And at the end, they were like at Universal Studios and something like that. And he walks past the Cylon. Oh, I see. They used to do that in the intro. Kind of a double take. A double take and a shiver. It's really true. (laughs) (laughs) They did that. uh, If you watch the A-Team, the intro for the A-Team, they'll show that. I don't remember what season, but whatever season that is, it shows the Cylon walking by Face Man. And he kind of looks back, kind of concerned, and then walks off. Um, but yeah, Dirk Benedict and then Lori Green. Um, yeah, like you said, the only real breakout star was Dirk Benedict. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, well, I mean, I know they had a lot of guests. Seymour. Yeah, that's right. You oh, he was yeah. 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 Okay. She was yeah. gorgeous back in the day. Actually, she's, she's still, still she's still gorgeous. Yeah, um, Doctor Quinn, medicine woman. <laughs> I mean, hell, the special open hearts K jewelers commercials. It's right? like uh, she's still amazing. She has an age wedding sense. crashers. She has an age since Battlestar Galactica. That's what happened. Like it's all that time. <laughs> all that time spent in. out in fake space. Guess <laughs> what? Well, they had uh, Maureen Jensen was Lieutenant Athena. Yeah, and that okay. was a big thing back then. That's who Grace Park was. Um, an actor, a woman in the, acting in the part as a fighter pilot was like unheard of back in those days. I mean, I, honestly, Not sci-fi liked to break down barriers. Mm-hmm. Um, Always, yeah. You had Star Trek. We had the first interracial kiss. Yep. Um, and we've we've yeah. talked about that too, until we turned blue in the face where we Shatner kept screwing up the non-kiss scenes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, Shatner. Back in the day, he might have well been Adam West. Right. I mean, uh, Adam West and Shatner were both just like sex gods of their time. Almost kind of a similar acting delivery, too. If <laughs> I you mean, think yeah, about really. It. Honestly. Go back and watch that original Batman series, compare that with the Shatner Star Trek, and it's like, oh, It's shit. almost the like, same. It's <laughs> like, Adam West put on a few pounds, but that's really about all I can say. something on the wing. Some well, thing. <laughs> or the Adam West... Uh, has to point upward when he's making a point. Yeah. <laughs> God. That's it. He's just like, I think Egghead is up to... You're just like, why are you pointing at the ceiling? This has nothing to do with anything right now. It's a memory device. <laughs> yes. It's just like, the cue cards are up here. Well, I mean, I know there are techniques like uh, Golden Girls. Way off topic. But the old woman, the little one, Sophia, she had dementia. And she always looks in her purse. Well, she had cards in her purse telling her what her lines were so she wouldn't forget them. Hmm. So she, anytime she's looking in her purse, she's literally reading her lines. And I know a lot of actors do that. Um, the guy that plays Sheldon, Jim Pearson, hmm. he had uh, cues all over the apartment. So he would walk a circle and look at the cues in case he forgot something. And so he'd be yeah. right there. Well, all the techno stuff he had to say. Right. I was in a play once where one character had a newspaper in front of him the whole time. So he just had a script in his damn newspaper. And, <laughs> That's and like, I hated him for it too. So it's like, <laughs> your job's so much easier right now. So um, one guy we did forget to mention that was not, I didn't say necessarily a breakup, but if you're in the sci-fi world, it's Ed, unless we said him already, it's Ed Beakley Jr. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So part of the series. And he also did a ton of sci-fi and regular, and regular shows and movies. So. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ed Bigley Jr. And he's still but, working. So yeah. He's... Yeah. Um, hell, the original Apollo, I think, was the other 
Was he the only original character from the 404 series to come to the 404 so. series? I know. Yeah. I didn't recognize him. Zarek. And he was an evil bastard. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand him from the moment he showed up. I was like, hey, look, the original Apollo. Ten minutes later, that guy needs to die. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to wait about four more seasons. Right, Jesus. Oh, my God. He needs to go. Uh, that was one of the episodes I watched with him was uh, the the mutiny towards yeah. the end. Uh, and I hated Gata. I wanted Gata to die. Anyway, yeah, back yeah. off. Back to the original? Back to the original. Yeah, some of the episodes, I know they, they they took heavily from movies. Like, they basically just turned the movie script into an episode script. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, The Towering Inferno. I know they did one like that. Um, there was one where um, Starbucks was on, got stranded on a planet, and there was a Cylon that had crashed on the planet, too. Enemy Mine. Uh, it's not Enemy Mine. Enemy Mine was the sci-fi remake of that. But there was a movie... Where it was like a World War II pilot and a German pilot crashed mm-hmm. landed on an island. And basically the only way they could survive was to rely on each well, other. No, this wasn't that way. Oh, was it not? No, the someone got his brain scrambled and he would sit in front of a saloon all the time. And oh. he had shot and killed I don't know how many people just because he was fast. Mm-hmm. So Apollo comes onto the scene and they tell him about the Cylon and Apollo... You know, I was wanting to go up against it, and everybody's trying to keep him from doing Talking it. down. And uh, so finally he does, and he kills the Cylon, and eventually gets back to the ship. Oh, okay. Because, like, I was thinking, because there was, like I was saying, there was that movie about the, the World War II pilot yeah. and the German, which they turned into Enemy Mine with Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. Where yeah. Louis Gossett Jr. was uh, alien. the alien, and then that turned weird because there's an egg and a baby and it like good movie but it's weird uh it has definitely has that weird sci-fi hook <laughs> from back in the day where it's like oh yeah this is what's gonna happen um but yeah like i'm trying to think of the episodes like some of the episodes from the original series that they took from other stuff but it's just not coming back to me i can tell you a couple of the things that would happen is they had the Cylon uh uh Space stations that the, mm-hmm. they were on. Well, Baltar got captured, and he turned into a traitor. Yeah. And eventually, <laughs> yeah. um, put him in charge of the fleet. Oh wow! And um, so he was because scum only fails upward. Right. <laughs> like it's <laughs> yeah. Just look at the government. Ah, <laughs> broom. Um. So. There was a battle where the Pegasus came in, and the Pegasus oh, okay. had nukes. And so Baltar sends two of the Cylon uh, ships forward to attack uh, the Galactic and Pegasus, and he pulls back. Of course and he they go, <laughs> He's a coward. They know which, <laughs> we know which ship Baltar is. Right. <laughs> Baltar's on the one holding back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pegasus launches the nuke and takes out one of the, the Cylon motherships. Yeah, I can't remember. Lloyd Bridges played the commander of the Pegasus. Nice. All right. Okay. It was really cool. Uh, <laughs> um, so they took out one. The Pegasus went off in another direction. And then the uh, Galactica kept with the fleet and moving them along. 
How many episodes? Because this... Oh, wow. The original Galactica was 21 episodes. Yep. It didn't, it didn't last too long, and then they were just like, hey, let's bring up this really great idea for the 80s. Yeah. Uh, uh, fire in space. That was the, the firing. The blade, uh, oh, no, no. I wasn't just saying that. I was just saying, like, they wrote off that and were just like, hey, I've got this great idea for a reboot to the series for the 80s, and that was the... Uh, End of that. I know Laurie Green was very upset, like they were going to go without him, mm-hmm. and he basically guilted them into giving him his role back for 1980, which was probably not a good idea. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you have to have a carryover. If you're going to have a spinoff, you have to have at least one carryover. If Starbuck and Apollo weren't going to be there, you had to have a Donba. So, mm-hmm. yeah. What I what I liked about the I'm sorry, good. Oh no, go ahead. What I liked about the whole series with the 80s, I'm sorry, with the 70, 78, 79 series, and the 80s, I guess it was a whole different thing. <laughs> you get a story that starts off on the main planet, which at the time you realize isn't Earth. It's a completely different solar system, galaxy far, far away. Did they name it? In it, the it was Cobol. Cobol, oh, okay, that was, was Cobol. Where humans allegedly evolved from, but also the, the original Cylon. Yeah. And then from there, um, basically what happens is the humans mistreated the Cylons and they had a war and that's what pushed everybody out into space. Um, humans versus Cylons, Cylons versus humans, and then Cylons versus Cylons mm-hmm. when they became um, almost like their creators because they wanted to become like their creators. That was one of the flaws is they wanted to be like their creators and their creators were flawed because they were human. And so basically... And this is the original we're This is the original, about, yeah. Like just the toasters. Yeah, just okay. the toasters. But yeah. it, but the thing is, they all sort of in link with the so the eighties. We don't we don't, we don't mention the eighties. Did they have a hive mind? Um, in the beginning, um, yes, because the super that's how the super consciousness was created. I wonder that's if how, Star that's Trek how the God was created. I wonder the if God. the next generation got the idea from the board from the Cylons. Star Trek borrowed from a lot. Yeah, I'll, yeah, <laughs> Star Trek borrows from a lot. Well, now that you brought that up, I remember the first episode in. It'd been like years and nothing had happened, mm-hmm. and they said that the Cylons were coming, and the uh, um, politicians all got out there in like a big football field to welcome them with a big pomp and circumstance, and the Cylons just come in there and cleaned them, kind of like wiped uh, them out. Mm-hmm. Independence and, Day. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Independence Day, where all the idiots were out there, ah, yeah. and then boom. Mars, Mars attacks. Mars attacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not much different than things are now. Right, right. <laughs> but it just kind of amazed me that that happened. I mean, and then um, honestly, if we were invaded by aliens, I think the same thing had happened. Like, if they were invading, we'd still have a bunch of people out there welcoming them. They'd get wiped out, and then all the other people that held back, like, told you. Bunch right. of, bunch of quizzlings at that point. <laughs> right. Like, go through World War Z logic on that. The people who are trying to appease the invaders to yeah. somehow curry favor and not die. <laughs> well, it's like on Futurama. If you're here for peace, surrender or be destroyed. If you're here for here to invade, we surrender. You know. <laughs> well, the, Gene Roddenberry made a series that was like that. Um, something Earth. I forgot the name of it. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. What is the name of that? Uh, I gotta back out because I keep wanting to say Battlefield Earth, and I know that's not no, it. No, that's L. Ron Hubbard. I want to say Earth Two, but it's not Earth Two. It's no, Earth. it's uh, I know what you're talking about. Like, I can see it in my head. I can see the show. Yeah. Um. The hell was that? Conflict Earth, Earth conflict. Yeah, conflict yeah. Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and he had that. That was that. That's basically basically what you guys were talking about. You still yeah. 
You know these aliens say they come here for good, but they're not because they're killing you. They're killing you off slowly or making you into them. And you still have people like, yes, come open arms because we're getting technology yeah. from them. But at the same time, you have this resistance forces like fighting them and trying to get the government to see the overall. So yeah, it's, it's kind of like V. And hell, v, even similar idea. They they say they're here for us, but they're I mean they don't, they're not exactly movie. specifying what from us, right? You and, know, and there was even Twilight Zone episodes with like similar kind of. It's a cookbook. Like, it's <laughs> a cookbook. <laughs> but yeah, so what I was saying with the sign lines, because in some of the old original episodes, you had sign lines that were they were faction off. They were faction off. So you had some sign lines that were fighting each other. At the same time, trying to get the humans as well. There were some episodes where you saw that. Huh. So. <laughs> yeah, which it's kind of funny because we might sound like a broken record a little later because of some of this. It's uh, not really yeah. the beginning of the 2014. Oh, yeah, they, they definitely repeated but it. you have to go back to the source sometimes in order to get the bigger picture. Oh, exactly. And, yeah, I mean, I well, wouldn't like because they, the original series. The 2004 series, fed off of it. Yeah. The original. The original series was great. I mean, no doubt about that whatsoever. Then you get the Schumachering that happened <laughs> with 1980. And, and then you get 2004, where it's like, oh, look, this is the Nolan reboot we all wanted but didn't realize we We're did. We're definitely just going with Schumachering. Yep. All right, that works. That's <laughs> my PTSD. Another thing about the original. Mm-hmm. Um, Starbuck and Apollo somehow meet up with this celestial being. And... They give them certain things that they need to do. And when they come back, their ships are just pure white. Their uniforms are pure white, kind of like when Starbuck, Starbuck in the 2000 yeah. disappeared and came back and came she was back. that angel thing or whatever. Uh, so they had actually talked to a being that said, as I am now, so shall you, so shall you be, and that's, that's as you are, religious. I once was. Huh. Yeah. I guess sci-fi has... They're streaming it on the sci-fi app or website or whatever. You can stream all of it from mm-hmm. the original 1980 and 04. Yes, sir. Oh, um, I think so. Caprica. Okay. Caprica. Uh, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> wait. Caprica isn't mentioned in the Bible, but Caprica was... Watching Caprica sort of, if you're not into that stuff, like backstory, Caprica was the only backstory. Yeah. It told the story of how they um, got to the place where the Cylons attacked. Or when the second generations of Cylons were created. That's what mm-hmm. Caprica went back and told. Because you remember, Koba yeah. was the original generation of, of the Cylons. That's where the, that's where the God mind was created from, was now, the original. Eric Stoltz was in there, right? Yes, he was. Yeah. That's okay. The original Marty McFly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So what Caprica did was Mask. tell you about how Adama's <laughs> people ended up into space. Which okay. Because they knew about Cobalt, but that's not where they came from. The original guys came from Cobalt. Adama's people came from Caprica. Yeah. And all the surrounding planetoids that were... That gets into the 13 tribes or whatever. And that's what I'm saying. You got three iterations of the same thing. And so basically what was happening was they they did meet some... They did... When they created... It's sort of hard for me to comprehend this because it's so... It's three-dimensional when I think about it in my head. (laughs) That's where you get, so you, I think there were original 13, 13 different sidelines because they were created from different generations of sidelines. How many were there? Wait. Or was it eight? I thought there were ten. There was eight, and, and then there was the five, final five. And then it was yeah. killed off. Okay. That's true. One did get. Which ended up being Starbuck's father. Oh, okay. 
The original, one of the original. See, I don't remember that. Because um, I thought it was the final. Was there 12 originally? Uh, eight, wait, eight. Eight, eight, thirteen. So yeah, that made, so they were in fourteen originally. Well, eight, nine, five. And if Starbucks' okay. father was one of them, that would be Let's fourteen. See. John, I can't remember which number he was. The one that Ellen referred to. So. Yeah, is the one that killed off Starbucks' that. father's line. Mm. He did put something. That was Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. He played a good butthole, too. Wait. Yeah, I can... Um, <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton was in the OG? Or no, no, oh, we're yeah. talking... We're, I think we're, oh, no, like we're jumping around. Yeah, with Dean Stockwell. Dean Stockwell, that's yes, what I'm thinking. You. Not Harry Dean I was going to say, yeah. No. Um, yeah Dean Stockwell. Put something in the God, regenerator thing, so when they come back, they would be messed up. Yeah. And He's the one that killed Starbucks' dad. Oh, okay. He killed... Yeah, because... Uh, what was it? One of the final five complains about that. She's like, "That's why you sabotaged his batch or something like that, and yeah, killed Ellen. the entire line." Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I remember because yeah. I watched part of that episode where Ellen comes back yeah. to the regeneration pod, um, and that's what she was talking about. Okay, I really need to watch this just for the, so the deeper parts. So of Caprica it. is when they when the whole regeneration thing came to place because it wasn't. I don't think they have regenerations in the original. No, I think so. There you, was know about it, you know about it in the Battlestar Galactica 2004, but Habakkuk's, that generation of silence created that technology to regenerate themselves, to bring themselves yeah. back when they die. Yeah. So that's why that's why Caprica's sort of important, but not really. Like you could you don't have necessarily have, have to have Caprica in your in your knowledge thing to understand mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica, yeah. but it fills in a lot of the backstory. Because then you know about the, the, the tribes of, of people like Adama mm-hmm. was a set of people that everybody hated. But because he was Captain Adama, they couldn't this group of people they couldn't discriminate against them, but they discriminated against other people that were. I knew that. I knew that like racism was real yes, big in Caprica. Each, each group had a, Each group had their their, okay. their ethnicities, or, yes. or they had some type of uh, aristocrat type um, background to their. Like wasn't Adonis family kind of like a mafia style kind of thing? They were, but they also were considered dirt people because apparently their people were used to be like farmers, like. Oh okay, yeah. Them, and they were considered low caste. So yeah, so, I, I just looked up. On his thing and your thing, the Mormonism came in to play on the original series, like they were from Cobol. Cobol. Mm-hmm. But in the Mormons, it's Colab. Yeah, yeah. There was. Uh, they never mentioned the magic under tribes nope. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the 13th was supposedly the one that came to America. Yeah, that's right. Right. And then um, when they went and to that place, to the light being. Yeah. And he said that, as I am, now you, you, will, were, you will be, and as... Or as you are now, I was, or something. Yeah, like. that's all for Mormonism. So the yeah, whole I knew that. first uh, Series? incantation of... The 78? Yeah, based on Mormonism. Oh, and then when they rebooted it, they brought in more religions, Christianity, Mormonism, mm-hmm. Buddhism, and... That's it. Say what you will about the Mormons. The Mormons drive me bonkers, but they have a head for entertainment. Like, one of the best (laughs) dance schools in the world is the Mormon College in Utah. All over. I mean, a lot of, there's a lot of Mormons in entertainment, and they just have a head for it. And they are are very legitimately pleasant people to be around. I mean, they really are. That's one thing I They drive me bonkers, but they're nice. I don't know. I think that's why it's like they're 
They're as Canadian as you can get. <laughs> they're for, American Canadians. Yes, they're American Canadians. That's exactly what it is. It's just like, you know, um, extremely nice. Like, yeah. Uh, they're, yeah, they're nice people. I just... Well, the original William Larson was a Mormon. Yeah, I knew that. I knew the original. Uh, I thought it was the 2004 creator, but I didn't realize it was the, the original creator was the Mormon. Um the thirteen or the twelve tribes and the lost tribe and and all that. Um, yeah, actually, I learned that on another podcast. Oh. I learned that from last podcast on the left Very when they nice. did their Mormon series. Um, let's see, where are we? Uh, we, we like I said, we like I told you, we kind of we went, we, went, we go from the original and then eighty a little bit and then we jumped forward. Now we're back. <laughs> it, it, it's right in the nerves. That's how we do. I mean, uh, out of 21 episodes, it's kind of hard to... Right, 21. If you go out. from the original two series, it's 31 episodes in total, so where can, that got doubled just for the 2004 series. So I can give so, a little bit of background on some of the Cylon... Since we talked about the one that got screwed up by number one, which is the Dean Stockwell, his his um, character is known as the Cavill model in the yeah. reimagining. Uh, he screwed up the number seven model, which was supposed to be known as Daniel because it had way too close of a relationship with Ellen Tighe. Yeah. Um, and he was upset because Ellen was kind of yeah. mom. And Cavill was, yeah, he was jealous. Cavill was actually modeled after her father. Okay. So he had that and weird. And ended up being more like <laughs> her son. Yeah. That's weird. It's a really weird relationship. <laughs> right. Well, Very I, edible. More so later when on Ty the series. Got six pregnant, Caprica six. Yeah. Ellen was pissed because she said, These are our kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> that whole, when you find the final five, or at least four of the final mm-hmm. five, because Ellen's dead, quote unquote, from New Caprica when Ty blew her brains out because she was going nuts. No, he poisoned her. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he poisoned her. I because he, she was going he, nuts. Because she was a collaborator, right? Well, New Caprica. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she was causing problems. Um, Even though she was just trying to save him. like Right. Yeah. Uh, where the hell was I going with that? Oh, uh, when they came together, mm-hmm. when they figured out that they are all Cylons, they play all along the Watchtower. Yeah. I love that. That was yeah. awesome. Um, and Because I, I sit there, I remember watching it going, this song sounds familiar. Because it's not Jimmy. It, it's definitely not Jimmy. And uh, and I'm sitting there listening, and I'm like, why does this sound familiar? And then it hits when they, they all get together and the realization, and it all along the watch, I was like, oh, that's amazing. Hmm. That'd be a good song to realize that I'm a Cylon, too. <laughs> right? Although, it, <laughs> I had a guy I worked with who was a fellow Battlestar fan, so we were both sitting in the break room one day, and over the radio comes all along the watchtower, and he's just like, so you're no. a Cylon too. <laughs> yeah. Well, we both got in there at the same time, and right as it started playing, I'm like, "It's a sign, man." Shit. Like this is. <laughs> Just let us know when the evasion's coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's... So every time I hear that song now, I'm just like, "Okay, well then." So all right, we I, I think we we pretty much wrapped the original stuff. Uh, let's jump into the the good one, the the one that <laughs> that everybody loved. I mean. I hate to say that because if it hadn't been for the original, we wouldn't have a 2004 series. Uh, 78, that was top notch. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I know there was a lot of people. Dad loved it. Uh, I know a lot of people loved the original, but it wasn't until 2004 that 
it got the the kind of the phenomenon that it became. It was one of those shows kind of like when it started, it was kind of like kind of hit like Game of Thrones. Mm. It's just everybody was Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead. It was like everybody was watching it. It was yeah. unreal for a sci-fi show like that to be that popular outside of like Star Trek, which was to me, it was kind of baffling, too, that that many people were on board because I can remember feeling like at the beginning of each episode, they just wanted to let you know during the credits even how depressing it was going to be to follow afterward. Right. Because you have that survivor counter that just goes down. Yeah, it keeps going down. And down. Because I think it started out like 50,000. Yeah. And then as it goes, it's like it 47,000, yeah. 44,000. Like it, it keeps dips, dropping. It dips below 30 if I remember correctly. I'm pretty like sure. There. I don't know if it dips below 30, but it was definitely in the 30s by the end. Hmm. Well, there was something we missed. The original that came out was a miniseries. Oh, it was okay. like four episodes. Mm. They do that a lot. Oh, and and then, then it was like a year and a half to two years later before they put out the, the, the series. series. The actual it was series. like, are they going to do something? What are they doing? Release something. Hurry up. I, do, I will say this about the original series. I had some of the toys. Like, they never stopped making the toys. Because I remember, you know, the, the quarter machines where you yeah. get little bubble things. I remember getting Cylon fighters. In those little bubble things and playing with them constantly. Um, they were cool looking too because they looked evil. They were kind of that half moon kind of pointed shape. And, you know, they, they looked wicked. I remember how cool all those ships looked. Um, didn't you say you were kind of disappointed with the, Galac the Galactica, the ship itself when, in 2004? Because you thought the original looked cooler? Um. I thought it would be the same. I try, I like both iterations of that, but what you were talking about the toys? Mm -hmm. I had the Cylon and the Viper. Viper ships. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, the, the Cylons were the Vipers. The uh, the humans were the Raptors, right? No, the, I'm pretty sure the humans had the Viper. I the forget what the Cylons were called. Just a fighter, but the um. The others were the Vipers. Oh, the, okay, the, the human ships were the, Viper. were the Vipers. Okay. And um, that Viper shot a little plastic thing out the front, <laughs> and that's where the toys got banned from selling stuff that shoot because a couple of kids he died choked. from yeah. choking on them. Yeah, oh, wow. it happens. It's so like that, that was the original toy that screwed it up for everybody. <laughs> Well, it's kind of like the Pokeballs in the in the Burger King kids' meals that every yeah. couple of kids suffocated because they got them stuck to their face. Uh, just takes one to ruin it for everybody else. Uh, and it, by no means am I belittling the children that died during that. That was awful. Uh, but, yeah, this, I remember the ships. I had a bunch of them. I mean, they were all the same little Cylon ships, but I could always remember playing with them. And, like, and I never, at the time, little kid, I didn't know where they came from. You know, I just thought they were wicked, so I knew they were the bad guys. Um, but yeah, some of the toys from those were amazing. So, the one thing I cannot remember for the life of me from the original series did the did he start off with the colonies getting absolutely fucking obliterated? Yeah, like, they were all standing yeah. out there giving a parade for the silence. So it's and, it still starts off with a mass genocide of like yeah. planets being destroyed. Track. Okay, I, I figured, but I just couldn't remember because I'm just like, hey, this is a great way to introduce a show. Billions upon billions die. Kind of, I mean, that's a hook. Yeah. If you start off with mass destruction like that, you're like, the as a viewer, you're like, holy shit, where do we go now? 
Right. You know, that's that's one of the best ways to hook somebody in the very beginning is to do something like that, something completely out off the wall. Because um, it hooks you. You're like, well, oh, yeah. what do we do now? Um, I do remember watching the first episode of the 04 season series, and uh, the Galactica is getting ready to be decommissioned. decommissioned. You know, they're getting ready to turn it into a museum. Yeah, and that's one of the only reasons it survived was because the Cylons couldn't, well, the, yeah, they couldn't crack the cut. They couldn't hack it. Like, they couldn't hijack it. They couldn't do anything with it. But, yeah. I know we mentioned earlier, we were saying, I uh, was amazed that in 2004 the series came on. It was such a hit. Yeah, that's, oh. I understand during that time frame, um, that's when you start having all the Comic-Cons and the Wizard, and Wizard Cons going on. So people were starting to get used to this sci-fi stuff. And I'm pretty sure throughout, throughout our television history, we had plenty of sci-fi fans. But, I mean, for the 70s, the, the late 70s, early 80s, that's when that whole genre became popular, in a sense. Well, when did Star Trek come out? Star Trek I thought came it was in the 60s, right? 60s, yeah. 66? Yeah, 66. So, I mean, right. you know, from Star Trek up, you mm-hmm. know, you start, you hit Star Trek, and that only had, what, three seasons? Yeah. And then from there on is you just start kind of getting these building, yeah. like, you, you know. Twilight Zone, Star you know, Trek. Well, yeah. Twilight Zone was... From the 40s, wasn't it? No. No, it was uh, during the 60s. Oh, well, it was in the... It was because a lot of it was still in black and white. Late 50s, early 60s? Yeah, that's yeah, what I meant. It was black and white. I was thinking 47, yeah. but... Uh, I did find a... I did find what he was talking about. There was a Battlestar... They call it a movie. There was a Battlestar Galactica movie, and according to this, it came out in 78, and it was two hours and 28 minutes long. Break that down. That's a, that's a mini episodes, series. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was too hard back then. Yep, Dirk Benedict look, looking all suave with his his uh, his dirty Sanchez there. Look at that yeah. little pencil mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then that guy, Richard Hatch. Oh my God! I know what a horrible, horrible man he was in the new series. Yes. Oh Zarek. God, Zarek. No, okay. Siri, I'm not talking to you. Who was, November 59 um, to 64 for Twilight Zone. Okay, okay 59. Okay. okay, I was just a decade back. So too who, far. There was the lawyer in that series, and I'm wanting to say, was that was Charlie Cox in it? No, the lawyer yeah. was Mark Shepard. Okay. He Mark Shepard Because I can never lawyer. remember his goddamn name in the series. It was it was a cool name, but I just cannot remember oh, the name. his name. I'm just going to look up Mark Shepard. <laughs> Probably the easiest part. Mark Shepard, the magnificent. Mm, no, I wasn't even considering him, but maybe. Mm. I mean, in all honesty, I took a look at his IMDb. I'm just like Romo a- Lampkin. Thank you. That's a cool last name. Romo Lampkin. Not to mention, he, you know, the moment he stepped up because it was one of the first times that I noticed him as an actor. Yeah. In, in anything was he was that lawyer. He was. But awesome. the moment he stepped on that scene, I was like, "That's a cool dude." Yeah. Didn't know nothing else about him. I was like, he's a cool dude. Sure shit. He's a cool dude. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a, a heavy hitter when it comes to, to nerdisms. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Romo Lampkin. Every time his character was on screen, I'm like, this episode's going to be the good. Uh, he, he defended Baltar as well. Shit, he was in mm-hmm. Doom Patrol. Yeah. That's what he I was, was the uh, first thing I saw. He's Willoughby in- Kipling. Yeah, he, he, God, he just does it all. Right. I mean... MacGyver. I haven't seen MacGyver. The new MacGyver. Mm. Warehouse 13. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is a new MacGyver, and it is on its, it's like third or fourth season. Yeah. Some people might like I didn't like it. 
Yeah. He played. I don't by, know, it's on CBS. He's yeah. played by was it Lucas Tillichie who plays Havoc? Who played Havoc? I should say in yes. the uh, yeah, the it's X-Men Havoc movies. Yeah. Um, Lucas Till. Yeah, yeah, he's Angus MacGyver. Ugh. We're gonna have to do. Uh, speaking of MacGyver, we're gonna have to do a, a Stargate episode. Yeah, just oh, because yeah. Richard Dean. Oh, oh yes, yes. yes. Richard Dean Anderson. Oh Anderson. my God! Hell, we can even. I saw. I remember. A, a, a blooper, a gag reel, mm-hmm. where it's like him and the Carter, the girl, mm-hmm. are stuck on an ice planet, and she's like, you were MacGyver for seven years. You can't get us out of this yes. damn cave. Yes. <laughs> I love that actress. She's awesome. Yeah, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. She was like the queen of sci-fi for a hot second. For like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. she was she was the queen of sci-fi for a minute, and then Sanctuary just kind of tanked her career. Yeah. <laughs> The first few seasons of it was good, but... She was in Supernatural, too. Oh, yeah, she was uh, one of the angels. Yeah, she was one of the angels in that. I wasn't upset when she got it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We'll we'll swing it back towards them. They could have been better. Century. I like that. It had a good premise. I liked it. I went with you. So Battlestar Galactica, the reimagining... Still use the religious elements, but it took it in a very much more post. They built upon it. They 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 kind of capitalized. They they did a lot yeah. more it, with the religions. It took it in a post nine eleven direction where they did the uh, religious zealotry, so to speak. Like the Cylons were very much like well, half of them I should say, half of them were like we're on a mission from God. And then you have your Dean Stockwell, who's just like, look, you can do whatever you want to explain why the sun goes up and comes down, but I don't buy it. Like a, that even that's just paraphrasing what he says the first time he's introduced even. Well, like like think what we said earlier. I mean, they were basically they were created by beings that were flawed and they were searching mm-hmm. for their god because yeah. they wanted to be like their god and they became like their god, but they still harbor the anger towards their god. Yeah. So which really mm-hmm. was harbored by the number one model, the Cavill, the Dean Stockwell model. He like he hated them from the very beginning. He's the one that was in um was he the one that was in time travel show? Uh, Quantum, Quantum Leap, Leap. Yeah. 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 Quantum Dean, Leap, yes. Dean Stockwell. Stockwell, yeah. yeah. Because they, I, I mean, it was, it was him who hated his creators so much. He hated being designed like them. I can still remember that speech he gives to Ellen. Like, I want to be able to feel a solar wind blow across my body, but instead I'm stuck in this stupid flesh sack, you know, yeah. like with these gelatinous orbs that can't even pick up like the kind of radiation I want to be able to look at. Right. Uh, like that's not the first time he's kind of done a redo because mm-hmm. he was in uh, McHale's Navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the Admiral. That's in, right. In McHale's Navy. And he, he was a joke, but I mean, uh, he, he kind of does that stuff. He, has he done anything lately? I don't know. He doesn't have to though. No, not really. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like uh, he's got that. He's got, Sean Ashton. He doesn't have to do. He's it probably still he got those does. Quantum Leap residuals and Battlestar residuals just coming in. He can sit pretty, you know. Right. Hell, probably even gets a SAG pension at this point. Hmm. Amanda sure Tapping. I see you was looking. For Amanda me. Tapping. Yes, I knew as soon as I heard her name, I was going to be like, oh. Um. Yeah. Let's see. He start, uh, Some. The last thing he did was in fifteen. Called Thanks. entertainment. That's all it's called. Yeah. Okay. Straight oh, I guess he was in a, a couple episodes of NCIS New Orleans, which makes sense because mm-hmm. isn't that that's the one with the? Oh God, I can't even think of his name right off the top of my head. Scott Bakula. 
Yeah, Way okay. to kill yeah, a yeah. genre, Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, a franchise. franchise. Bachelor. <laughs> I do blame him for for not having Star Trek for for, for a while. Yeah, I, I blame him. Honestly, we didn't get another Star Trek until Abrams, right? Yeah. Because after yeah. Abrams, then we got the first series that we'd had in years, yeah. which was a Discovery, right? Discovery, yeah. And now we have Picard, and then Discovery's coming back next month. Discovery's yeah. got, what, two seasons? Yeah, this will be the third season. This will be the third Let's see if it makes it. And well, Picard's going to come back for another season. Already. Oh, really? Yeah. They're going to make so another season? I mean, Discovery started off great because had Jason Isaacs in it at the beginning. You know, he, if you need a stock-like guy who can be a huge douche, but also very authoritative, he's the guy. Was he only like, in that first season? Because um, he's the captain of the Discovery, isn't thinks, he? Well, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it, I'm gonna have to watch it. It's yeah. There's there's some. He's in the second season, but then he gets killed. Yeah. Oh, they do a Mirrorverse season, a mirror, Mirrorverse episode. Yeah. And then I think he survived a little bit after Mirrorverse episode, but he sacrificed himself. And then he uh, got to some other crazy stuff. See, I like Jason Isaacs. I mean, he's just great all the way around. Right. We are off topic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the, the greater things that I remember. Um, well, from the 2004 series, I I honestly think there was it was more it was sexier. Oh, it was definitely sleeker, sexier. Yeah, I mean, well, Trisha Helfer's character. I mean, that was she was see? one of the first things you see on exactly. that series, and she was just. I'm talking. I'm thinking every straight man's jaw was on the floor when she hit the scene. Mm-hmm. You're just like, oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, I think they definitely geared it toward. Uh, it was a sci-fi series geared toward an audience that was living in a post-9-11 world, so you had that religious yeah. element they played up real heavily. Oh, yeah. I mentioned Absolutely. that earlier, but it was like, that to me still resonates because, you know, the Cylons, reasonably, they have good reason to be pissed at their creators. Right. Like it's, Well, they had, like, I remember in oh, the first episode, they had that, like, way station. Like way the hell out yeah, of the middle was, of nowhere. It was like their third. Where it was parallel. always supposed to be, they were always open for negotiations, but the Cylons never came. So it was basically yeah. like a, like a bullshit, just hmm. stupid shift for the military. They just have to go sit and wait for nobody to show up, hmm. um, and that's how it happened for a long time. I don't know. I don't want to say decades or eons or whatever. Yeah. But years at least, uh, and then they show up once. Like and then all hell breaks loose after that. Hmm. They finally show up. Um, wasn't that Trisha Helfer? Yep. Yep. It was That's because they destroy that station first. That's right. Um, and, and then you see her with Baltar. So yeah. That's the Caprica Six. That's one of my favorite like scenes. Actually, in the entire series is just whenever the nukes start flying, stuff starts getting destroyed, and Baltar's like they. They can't pin this on me. This is nothing. That, it didn't have anything right, to do like, with me. Right, yeah, like, yeah. It's completely your fault. Right, like, exactly. But then Caprica 6 just goes, we really will have to analyze your brain patterns. Well, just, I mean, not only that, is yeah. like, as you see the cloud coming towards Baltar's house, he's just hiding behind 6. Yeah, she she willingly takes the, the hit for him. Like, she definitely has some kind of feelings for him. But, but she's that, also that, in Caprica awe. Six, the one that ends up with Soul. Yeah, um, that's what I thought. Well, briefly, she gets pregnant. Yeah, and then Ellen is pissed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. We had Mary McDowell, who's amazing. Yeah, 
married. I mean, her first thing, she was in her 40s, and she did Dances with Wolves. Right. And she was Stan's Stan Fist. Yeah. Um, and that was her first movie ever. And I'm wow. pretty sure it was a... Didn't it at least get yeah. nominated? Yeah, no, it was, it was... Did it win some it, Oscars? Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, not a bad one for your debut. Right. <laughs> you know? Um, let's see. James Callis, Trisha Helfer. I'm trying to think of what... Um, Zena's name was oh, Lucy Lucy, Lucy Lawless. Lu, yeah. Lucy Lawless's uh, character in Battlestar. She was number three. Was she? Was that just her name? Was three? Yeah, um, beers. I can't remember. Um, oh, she ain't even popped up yet. I'm just scrolling a too. second. Callum Keith Rennie. He was yes, love that guy. Oh yeah, Deanna Beers. The one that had the crush on Starbucks. Yes, yeah. he was just creepy. He was. Like, he just, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it had this, like, weird pedophile chomo vibe to him. He just, he creeped me out. And he's the, he's one of the first Cylons that you actually get to really get a good idea of, like, they can look like anybody. Right. So, Uh, like, you you know Trisha Helfer. You know that one. But then you get to see the other models. You don't see Athena yet. No. Like, you don't know that for a little bit. I mean, it, it's that's pretty the, early on you figure her that's out. That's the end of the first season. Was right? it the end of the first season where I, you find out that it's... Boomer? Boomer? second, yeah. When she shoots Adama. Yeah. 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 You find that out. Because um, she just gets activated, like, you know. Yeah, she's a sleeper. Yeah. Okay. Um, God, I'm trying to think from season to season the different... Problems they had because I mean the first season's yeah. obviously oh my god the Cylons just killed us right. we're on the verge of extinction right um, I can't remember what the big thing was in the second season um, the third season was dealing no. with New Caprica the third season I thought the beginning of the third season was or no maybe it's the beginning of the fourth was their exit from New Caprica uh, I thought it, it was fourth which was like two of my favorite episodes of the entire series yeah it's great. Great television. Um, I mean, a Battlestar, the 2004 series, was just great television, because, period. Because um, the humans, they go full on. They become, like, they're using suicide bombers. Oh, yeah. So, they're, like, they, get their they, point across. They're fully like, uh, fanaticized they, or whatever. Yeah, like, they're, they're going the yeah. opposite direction, like, you would expect them to, to fight a resistance, especially with their numbers being as low as they are. Right. And it leads to some of the funniest complaints from the number one model. Well, then the, the Galactica takes off. Yeah. So it, New Caprica, they establish New Caprica. Cylons show up, doesn't they? And the Galactica bolts. Yeah, and the Pegasus does too, if I remember correctly. I do. Yeah, the Pegasus yeah. and Was the Galactica. The Pegasus, Caprica too? the Pegasus gets destroyed in the exit from New Caprica. Yeah, it's a it's a sacrificial lamb, so to speak. That uh, that's when yeah, you're right. It does dip under 30 because it was like 27,000. Yeah. I remember that number now. They lost a lot on New Caprica. Yeah, they lost almost oh. half of the people they started with. Yeah. Um, What's that? Michelle Forbes. Admiral, uh, uh, Admiral Helena Kane of the... Oh, yeah. I forgot uh, about Kane. She's an asshole. Of the uh, Pegasus. Oh, yeah. And okay. she was Oh, wow. Yeah, she was. She was, yeah. Holy cow. I need to look at her now because I remember that. So I, I can still remember that's when you start to get the real heavy complaints about how much Cavill hates being human. 
like mostly right. because he's just like that ambush at their prison tra- prisoner transport. He right. gets caught in, and he's like, "I got shot a few times." And Here's another nerd. He's like, "I wasn't bleeding out fast enough, so I had to find a piece of glass to slash my femoral yeah. artery." <laughs> Here's another nerd flag. Sam Witwer did eleven episodes of Galactica. He did. Oh, yeah, he right. goes a little crazy and gets killed. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> by his own men. Yep. Crash down. Yeah, That's he right. Was one of the pilots. Actually, it's um. Baltar that kills him. <laughs> Baltar of all people. The evolution of Baltar through that series is hilarious. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because at first, yeah, they suspect him of being a Cylon agent. Okay, he gets proven wrong. He gets proven that he's, well, kind of not. He's unwittingly stupid. Like, in the beginning of the series, like, he's not a Cylon agent. Okay, we can accept that. Then he has this weird point where he develops a harem. And a cult. Yes. He's like a cult and a harem. (laughs) And then he gets, like, traded off or captured to the Cylons. I gotta say, Baltar is definitely a horny guy. And then he develops a harem amongst the Cylons. (laughs) He's like, he's got the sixes, he's got the threes. Right, like, I remember one of the episodes where he's climbing out of bed and he's got a six and a three in bed. Yeah. So it's like, wow. You're just like, come on, like, what the hell? This guy can weasel his way into anything. Erica Sarah was in four episodes. She wow. was uh, Eureka. She was yeah. Joe. Yeah. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> that was another series we might have to do. Eureka. Is Eureka. Yeah. Eureka was amazing. This, oh, yeah. She wait. took the, the baby. Yep. Yep. So I remember her. Wasn't, okay, season three ended up with them finding what they thought was the original Earth. Yeah, right? that's the new Caprica, right? Because I still remember just that because the series loves to constantly be like, hey, has Edward James almost his character been kicked in the nuts real hard yet? <laughs> well, let's do it right now then. Because it's just like, he's like, we finally found it. And then he just picks up that irradiated dirt and just lets it slide out of his hand. You're like, yeah, no, you're... Let's <laughs> oh, that's right. They find the first planet that they think is the original Earth and it's all irradiated. Yeah. And then they find New Caprica. Yeah. And Isn't that the one where... She finds ship, yes, yeah. after she has crashed. Because this is after. And it's her body. body. Yeah. yeah. And that's where Kellum. Uh, Ke- yeah, Kellum Keith Rennie. Like his, uh, that's where the he Lee freaks Open. out. He's the number two. He's the Lee Open. Um, yeah. Where he freaks out, he, he's just out. He's yeah. just out of there. That's my favorite part. He's the one espousing all this religious crap about her through the entire series. And then he gets proof, finally, of what and he's looking bolts. for. And then he's like, nope, I didn't actually think this was going to happen. Right. <laughs> like, he was, like it was a... He kept moving his own goalpost until he crossed it, and he was like, oh, yeah. shit, what did I do? If that's me in there, then what am I? He's like, I don't know. I gotta <laughs> go. Right, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm looking through... Yeah, he was a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. I I like him in anything he's in. Like, Well, he, Dean Stockwell, I mean, same, God. Same for Dean Stockwell. I like couldn't his. stand Dean Stockwell. I hated him. Every time he showed up, I was like, oh, when are they going to kill him off? His cynicism and self-loathing actually made me love his character so much. Especially that point when he you realize he's the de facto leader of the Cylons, but whenever the uh, Sixes were just like, by the way, we removed the Centurion's inhibitor chips, and he's like, what? And he's just like, we, we told them how you've basically been lobotomizing them for the past hundred years. He's like, you did what? <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh. That's what leads to the Cylon Civil War. Yeah. Which, After yeah, exactly. Like it, it's kind of funny. Like this, the cycle is doomed to repeat itself right. constantly. 
and that kind of brings into the new one they're in. Yeah, because um, they're going to do that. They might loop that back around somehow. Oh yeah, and I, I'm kind of hoping because they said they weren't going to mess with perfection, which means they're not going to touch the original series, but they're going to set it within that same, you know, microcosm, like the, the same universe, I suppose. And I don't know if that means they're going to be like, oh, this was a different story about a group of survivors they didn't know about that went to the opposite end of the galaxy, or if it's someone else who figures out that all along the Watchtower makes for some good coordinates. Or, <laughs> um, Just another thousand-year cycle. Yeah, it could be a brand-new cycle that takes place on the Earth they find at the end. You were the one that found out that it was going to be on that Peacock streaming service, right? The yeah, NBCs like, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Another streaming service. Just, I'm starting to get tired of cable with more steps. Well, it's if you wanted all the streaming services right now, it would be more expensive than a cable, right? Like subscription, like you you would be subscribing and paying more than you would for Comcast for the same channel. I mean, I might just have to make up some friggin' email addresses and get the free trials (laughs) until I'm done with them. You know, right? You know, I I think I've got two or three that I have just for different reasons. Anonymous one at Yahoo. Anonymous (laughs) two two at Yahoo. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Anonymous might come after me if I do that. Uh, Fair point. They get mad. (laughs) Apparently, there are different factions even within anonymous. Oh, you can't have. Yeah, weird you faction. Know, I can't. What was the if name you can of even that? Call it a collective. I don't even know. Honestly, it, it just all started from 4chan because every time you post, unless you have an account, it just comes up anonymous. Yeah. So okay. not your personal army. What was that woman's name that you were talking about? That. that was Lieutenant Rowe. I can't oh, think Michelle of Michelle Forbes. Michelle Forbes. I'm just gonna look her up that way. Because I was looking on Battlestar and I couldn't find her. But yeah, I mean the series played with a ton of weighty themes you know like you definitely find out by the end of the series that those hallucinations that caprica six and baltar are seeing of each other through the whole series they're not really just hallucinations there's more to them and it's kind of weird because i think they're considered angels and they even show up you know at the very end of the series in the present day when they show you caprica and baltar yep yeah that was kind of wild um they were bound to each other. Yeah. Um, you right? So weird. Which, if they do a reboot, if they have a Baltar, please get James Callis back in so we can I, I don't just... know, man. Have you seen James Callis lately? No. He, age, hit him like a ton of bricks. Well, that's okay. He still got Castlevania, so. Yeah, right? Like, I was so happy when I found out that he was doing Alucard in Castlevania. Well, he and, did... of course, I was super happy when he showed up in uh, Eureka. For the last two seasons. I was also extremely happy whenever he showed up with Trisha Helfer to do a guest voice on Rick and Morty. It was the end of of season two. He's not in it for very much, but it's enough to be like, hell yes, it's Baltar and Six. (laughs) Well, honestly, at this point, who hasn't done an episode of Rick and Morty? Yeah, I know. How many times have have we done this show and referenced somebody we're talking about has done a Rick and Morty episode? Yeah, actually, Sam Neill. Sam Neill, which was one of his last credits, was Rick and Morty. Taika Waititi has done one for season four. Like, yeah, so, all right. Yeah, hell, at this point. You haven't done... That's how you know you've made it right now if you get a guest on Rick and Morty. It used to be The Simpsons, and now it's Rick and Morty. (laughs) Yeah. That's how you knew you made it. If you did did an episode of The Simpsons, you'd made it. Mm -hmm. But now it's if you've done an episode of Rick and Morty, you've made it. God. Uh, Mm -hmm. 
Blood what? and Chrome. Yeah, I was going to say Blood Chrome. and Chrome features like a more a, a younger. Isn't that more on the Cylon side? It features a younger Adama, like during oh, yeah. his days when he was actually a fighter pilot, and he's the he. I think it's toward the end. Wasn't of that, that just a movie? Or one of those. They did these little clips towards the end of it. That was like two minutes or two to three minutes. Like I don't know if it's kind of that or if it's something else. Because I can remember one. I'm pretty sure featured Adama finding out that the Cylons were doing some really messed up experiments on like people and stuff to try and figure out how to oh. become skin jobs. <clears throat> yeah. I think that was the little webisodes, wasn't it? I, might I don't know. Let me. Did they uh, put that together for Blood and Chrome? Or? Let me. Might have. Could have been a razor. Yeah, well, Razor was the one-off movie, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. that about was the, the Pegasus okay. primarily? That's right. Because that's, that that's the, the one where they meet that. that weird, like, Cylon that's essentially plugged into the ship, that, mm -hmm. the Cylon ship they're on, who says that Kara Thrace is the harbinger of death. Mm -hmm. <laughs> says Blood and Chrome is a movie. And truthfully, they weren't wrong. Like, she's... Yeah. Although I would say one. Baltar maybe more fits the harbinger of death aspect because every time he screws up, something bad happens and something explodes. Ooh. He's the one who gives that one, like, that one six model a nuke <laughs> that she uses to blow up a ship. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Ensign William Adonma yeah. in Blood and Chrome. Yep. So he's all the way down. Battlestar Galactica's resistance is the webisodes. Yeah, Blood and Chrome was a movie, apparently. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, Young Adonma. Luke, I'm going to butcher this. Pascaliano? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Luke Pascal Pascaliano. Pascalino, maybe? Pascalino, that's probably yeah. what it is. Was William Adonma. And then, I don't think they had anybody else that we knew. Wait, no, right. Mm. <laughs> it's just one of those, you know how you watch shows, and you're like, oh, that guy. Mm. And it's one of those things. Oh, wait, I know her. Oh, uh, I have a whole theory on that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, it's that guy. Yeah. It's like, there, there's another one, that guy. And he was actually in the series proper. Yep. That guy. When the mutiny happened, he was originally for it. That's ah, right. He's he, the one. He who... was originally for it, and then he turned and helped them. Yeah. Yeah, and then he was in uh, Supernatural. He was the vampire that Dean had met in pur Purgatory. Yeah. And then he was in Lucifer. He was a corrupt cop. So, like, he's that guy. He's, uh, yeah, he's Ty Olson. He's the new William Atherton, I guess. Is that the <laughs> one of those, hey, it's that guy? Sometimes he plays a good guy, so, or sometimes he plays where you think he's a bad guy, but he's not really a bad guy, and then other times he's just a dick. Yeah. So, uh, just that guy. That's, that, that's my that guy hmm. theory is, oh, that guy. You know, you see him enough to recognize him, you just don't remember his name. Right. Hmm. Uh, there are a lot of those guys. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, honestly, I mean, Mark Shepard started out as that guy. Right. Oh, that guy. Uh, but yeah, there's, I mean, it's such a rich, they really did a very good job taking a series from the 70s that had one season and making it a deeper, richer journey. Yeah. It had a real rich, rich journey. And then... I think sci-fi wanted to renew it until for like seven seasons, and the creators were like, no, we're good at four. Yeah. We're going to cancel ourselves at four. So one thing I absolutely loved was how the very end of the series like puts just a nice bow tie on it. Yeah. Like it wraps it up perfectly. You kind of realize why our planet is the way it is now, like if you base it on this mythos. Right. 
like the because the colonists from Cobalt and all those other places they worshipped the Greek pantheon, which right, turned yeah, exactly. into the Greek pantheon, I should say. Yeah, and you know the one of my f- <laughs> and then it also explains like the monotheism of the Cylons. Yeah, but you also I always thought that, that was weird is that the Cylons were the monotheists. I, I found it funny that the Cylons were the monotheist, like, because they never really established that any of the humans have any kind of atheism throughout the series. Right. But yet, if you look at the Cylons, number one, Cavill clearly is, is atheist, an atheist in yeah. hell. Yeah. You know, like, he's, he quite literally just says, they just want a reason to know why the sun goes up and comes down, although I can't, <laughs> and he goes, although I can't prove it either way. You know, it's like just. And he plays the preacher. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's the That's, preacher. Uh, he's what in uh, what in He was a teacher or something like a school teacher or something, wasn't he? I can't remember. Might have been. I could have swore. I mean, they all infiltrated at the highest. I mean, levels. and then there are so many different copies. They all did something different. Yeah. That reminds me of you know, they had the. The, I'm trying to think of all 13. And there it's, was the guy that was the radio host or TV host. See, the the one I know, uh, when you first see him in the series, he was like a tour guide on the Galactica when everything started happening. If I maybe, remember he, that, maybe that was Kellum. No, that wasn't him. Uh, he was one who was hiding out at the weapons depot. That's right. That's right. And that's the one that Odama first realizes, like, hey, we specifically put the station here because we know it messes with Cylon's, like, so. abilities to communicate through the hive mind. So this is why you're getting sick right now. And then there was the doctor that was on Caprica with... Number uh, one was Starbucks. Stockwell. Stockton. Yeah. And then number two was the Kellum. Right. Three was, Three was Lucy Lawless. Ah, the, that dude. Number four was the... Um, Reporter? I can't remember what he was supposed to be. Oh, okay. That was the doctor mm. that shooed with Star yeah. Trek on the plant. On the yeah. And then it was five. Number five was the tour guy. guy That's right. The okay. first episode. Of course. Had, everybody remembers six. Oh, yeah. So we got... Okay, well, here's actually a better... And then number eight was Boomer. Number seven we never see because he got... Well, no, by number yeah. one. So yeah, we got uh And then you go into the final five. The significant eight, which was one through eight. Even though it should be called the first five. And then the final five, which was Anders, um Foster. Thank you. Uh Ellen and Saul. Yeah. And then uh Galen. Tyrrell. Yeah. I see, I couldn't remember his name. That's the one I was trying to figure out. Tyrrell? Yeah, he's yeah. the one that I always I always call him Chief. Yep. That's the one I always call Chief, but it's Tyrrell, Chief Tyrrell. Um Liam Ty. Liam Ty? Oh, wrong one. Liam Ty. Fully Saul. Oh, okay, that was Six's son. Mm. Ty, uh, Saul's and, and Six's son is Liam Ty. First uh, full blood, natural born Cylon. I just thought it was funny. I was, we were talking about the last episode of the, the thing. The mm-hmm. One of my f- favorite lines from that is Baltar. Yeah. And when they're looking at the primitive people, and the first thing he says is, we can procreate with them, and yeah. everybody just kind of turns and looks at him like... Yeah, even Adama says, you got a one-track mind. <laughs> yeah, right. You have yeah. a one-track mind. <laughs> and that's why I like Baltar so bad. He was... Or so much. He was just... 
he's sniveling and he's cowardice, but he does have like his good points. You know, he, I mean, there are good things about him. It's weird because he has a lot of redeeming characteristics, and if it wasn't for him, they all would have died. A, oh, a bunch. Know, a yeah, there were many times. times that he he kind of basically pulled them out of the fire. Uh, but going off of Baltar from the original, he was just a weasel. Yeah. There was nothing redeeming about Baltar in the original. And, but with uh, with this one, it was, I don't know, you you loved to hate him. He was one of those where you like, damn it, Baltar. Ah, Baltar. You know, he right. just kind of, you know, he kind of had the best of both worlds. He was the one that kind of fluidly went in and out of both camps. Yeah. yeah, he was with the Cylons, then he's with the humans. Well, I mean, he's yeah. with the Cylons, then he's with the humans. He, he just kind of he just went back and forth, and he was kind of the bridge. And honestly, I think he kind of helped them all come together yeah. at the end. And he even participates in that final fight, like right. when the when the Galactica like when they meet up with Cavill and the final five are going to give them the secrets of resurrection before Tyrrell snaps and kills Foster. Right um, after they. Ruin the resurrection capabilities. The base ship. Yeah. Yeah. I remember because one of the episodes we watched, Dad and I watched when we were watching the, the marathon, they had that marathon going on because of COVID-19. Right. Uh, uh, the, the Cylons had joined the fleet. Uh, mutiny happened. Mm. They're trying to get rid of the Cylons. You've got Rosalind on the base ship. You know, trying to fight. And, of course, it's all. You know how it's going to end. Yeah. I mean, it's a Donma. Uh, honestly, I think if they'd have killed off a Donma before the final episode, I think everybody probably would have tuned out. Well, you see, they had to have one last reason to give them a little kick in the nads there, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> because like, it's just like, hey, your longtime girlfriend, right. guess what? She finally dies now. <laughs> right. Just like, hey, let's pick out this spot to build our cabinet. Oh, shit. Like well, I mean, it is, it is kind of very solemn there because he's building his, you know, he's building his cabin, and he, yeah. but he's talking to her. Yeah. Um, and I do remember the creators were talking because it took them a while because they, they butted heads quite a bit. It took them a while, but uh, the writers wanted to hook them up like episode one, and the creators were like, just wait. It's going to happen, but you've got to wait. You can't have them hook up right now. <laughs> so... Yeah, I, I loved that whole Adonma Rosalind uh, aspect of it. It was really good because there for a while is it will they won't they? It was that that is it going to happen kind of a thing that you have in most sitcoms where there's a guy and a girl. It's, and they uh, hook them up and blow it. Yeah, they hook them up, they blow it, and they hook them up again. It was uh, definitely like Penny and Leonard off yeah. of Big Bang. And they hook up, they blow it, they hook up again. You know, yeah, yeah. I I absolutely love Mary McDonald. Because they ever in all the opening credit scenes, they always use the first scene of her getting sworn in, mm-hmm. and just the look on her face, you can be like, billions of people are dead. I am trying to lead us all and away she's from like extinction. Forty something in line. Yeah. So like, she's not, you know, whatever her job was in the government, she had no aspirations of being president. No. And everybody before her is dead. It was definitely like a King Ralph. Yeah. But less funny. Yeah, exactly. You know, it like, was yeah. one of those where everybody before you is dead. You're kind of our last ditch effort. Um, and she does a really good job. Like, she's an amazing president. It's that look on her face that you can tell. Like, she's got the character nailed it's perfectly. Shock, it's, it's terror. It's yeah, because she's confusion. just like, people are going to, the last of humanity will live or die Under based my, on. 
leadership. Yeah. yeah, like it's very much like, and they use that in every episode, right? When they say a bunch of survivors, they give you the pressing counter. Uh-huh. And then, yeah. Oh, man. Like she, she was absolutely, she nailed that friggin' part mm-hmm. so well. And then what does she do after that? It was something awful. Uh, she was on some law show, if I remember. Or no, wait. <laughs> yeah, like the the closer. It was the sequel to the closer when uh, like Kevin Bacon's wife decided she didn't want to do it no more. Yeah. Uh, lunch. <laughs> lunch. Out to lunch. Lunch I swear, time is over. I swear that's the, every time I see her, I'm just gonna go. She must have gone out to lunch. <laughs> God, haven't have you? Uh, we might have seen, to do a Brooklyn Nine Nine episode. If you haven't too. seen season seven, God, you need to. Oh yeah, I'm not. I just have the finale to watch. The okay. season finale. So and you, we're good. Yeah, you've seen the Madeline one show. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Where she hires her nephew to screw with him one last time. Yep. Yep. It was good. <clears throat> it was so good. And then he knew it was coming, so he had screwed with him. Ah. It's also it why so good. it's also why my Google search history now has Korean toilet ghost. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh goodness. I'm not going to lie, I looked it up, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, apparently, that Chukson. All right. <laughs> Chukson, yeah, that's what it was. Because if that's the case, like, I'm fully on board with that idea, because that's... <laughs> that's terrifying. All right. I also loved when Peralta uh, has to pretend to be Kevin. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Off God. topic. Oh, I know. Great. Hey, but... It's Brooklyn Nine Nine, though it's so great. We definitely need to do. It. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to do a Nine Nine episode. Um, God, I mean, I guess swinging back to Galactica, though, like, just the bow tie they put on the end of that series, like even the introduction of the Final Five all along the Watchtower, Carathrace's transformation from being a human to. Yep. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they, to, right. I think they just straight called her an angel. Yeah, she was an angel. Yeah, kind of, kind of a Yoda esque. <laughs> even though she didn't even believe in herself. True. I mean, um, she does pull a Batman in the very last episode. Whenever I mean, Apollo's like, oh, you know, I think maybe I'll just find a good place to settle down. Then he turns. Turns. Around she's, she's gone. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, going back to Katie Sackoff. Yeah. Katie Sackoff and Trisha Helfer. We'll never. We would never. If it hadn't been for Battlestar Galactica. We would have never seen Howard Wolowitz in the bathtub with George Takei and Katie Sackhoff. <laughs> <laughs> why is he here? Are you gay? I'm not gay. Then why am I here? That is true. I remember that. I think my favorite thing that Wolowitz did, other than that, was when he made Summer Glau super uncomfortable on the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, swinging it, swinging it back. Um, honestly, what have these guys done? I mean, Edward James almost. I never got to watch Mayans. Yeah. And I, from what I understand, it was good. But mm. what killed that was Kurt Sutter getting into it with FX. Yeah. So they killed that. Apparently, um, they're supposed to be doing a follow-up series about Jax's kids now. Yeah, and they're also supposed to do a prequel. Yeah. I looked this up. I don't know if y'all remember. Battlestar Galactica, The Plan. Yeah. Yes. James Edward almost directed that. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Okay. I know so, he directed several. See, yeah. And when you get a series like that, a lot of the cast direct. Yeah, Katie yeah. Sackhoff has done a few things since then. She was in that one follow-up Riddick movie. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she was also on the show Longmire. Longmire. Um, she's got a new one out. You've seen, haven't you? What is that? Uh, it's not. It's not oh, continuing. It's on Netflix. It, yeah, and it's kind of like a cross between. Um, um, oh, really good. Now I gotta think for a second. It's like a cross between Star Trek and um, Stargate. Hmm. Star Trek. Um, uh, KT, yeah, KTEE, I think. Yeah. Katie Sackoff. She was also the Pink Ranger in that one. Uh, f- I don't know if you call it fan made Power oh, Rangers thing. Oh, yeah, that real dark yeah, one. That with, one was actually really good. With James Vanderbeek. When he was that horrible yeah. Red Ranger, uh, where he'd like trade it. Yeah, that yeah. was that was good, honestly. Like, it was yeah. pretty wild. Um, it was only like, what, 20 minutes long? Something like that. It was real short. It was fan made. It was real dark, real bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, uh, Jason David Frank came out and said, "Look, I watched it. It was amazing, but we can't make a Power Rangers like that." Yeah. <laughs> the only good Power Rangers there was. Oh, it was good. Uh, Another Life. That's it. Another Life on Netflix. Ten episodes. Eleven. See, but the rest of them. James almost was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine because he mm-hmm. he was gay. Well, I mean, yeah, he yeah. came back um, again. A lot of people hated on that. I love that movie. That I was great. In my library. Oh, you did? Oh, like, yeah, that's a I good one. I did too. I haven't it was seen. Okay, it. Um, it was I picked a bit it up. Long. Yeah, it was long. And so that's what made my interest in it. We well, see. That's it, how you know it's a know. spiritual it successor to the original, right? Uh, and, oh shit! She's uh, Katie Sackhoff. Also has character in Clone Wars. Truthfully, if you're going to make a tribute to a Ridley Scott film, it has to feel like it's about six hours long. Right. Anyway, <laughs> like I, I liked it. I really did. Um, that's the sad part. I love Ridley Scott's movies, but there's part of me that feels like every time I walk out, I'm like, I am about a year older now. Right. Like, it does. I, it's very. It does feel like a journey. Like, it, you know, and I think that's actually kind of really, feels like you've watched all of the the, uh, the extended releases of the kinda, Lord of the Rings. That, I feel like that's also very in one sitting, very complimentary to his skills because it's supposed to be a journey. All of his right. movies are about long periods, essentially. Like maybe so except not a woman's movie. Yeah, maybe except <laughs> so maybe except with, with the exception of the Alien movies that he did. Um, I mean, hell, you know, all of his other ones are yeah. I forgot that Katie Sackhoff has a reoccurring villainous character on The Flash. Oh. Oh, she was in Bionic Woman. And uh, Aminette. I'm, yeah, she yeah, controls the metal thing on The Flash. Black. Okay. She, she yeah. controls these metal shorts. She's kind of, a, kind of a weird Magneto meets Witchblade. Basically, yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd take that. Remember the Bionic Woman reboot? No. I, I know she that... The chick from Chuck. Oh, Yvonne Strahovski. No, the no, other no. one, the one that played his sister, was the bionic woman. Uh, huh. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, lasted one season. <laughs> oh no, I was wrong. It's not. It's not the same. Oh, Miguel Fierro was in that. Oh wow. That's sad. He, he yeah, I know he away. passed away. What happened to him? You were uh, the one that told me about cancer, that. if I recall correctly. I remember him passing, but I don't remember what from. Uh, it doesn't say. It just says twenty seventeen. I believe it was cancer. Um, Probably Michael Hogan, um, the one who played um, Saul. Saul, yeah. Saul. 
He was actually, um, he did pretty decent. He was in um, the Teen Wolf series that was on. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> right. That's right. I didn't watch any of that because it was it. just Twilight, but all werewolves. He also made a brief appearance in the like Sonic the movie. Yeah. Bionic Woman. Yeah. So I'm trying to find Katie Sackhoff's character in that. And he was also General Tullius in uh, Skyrim, mm-hmm. if anybody uh, So I'm looking up Katie Sackhoff and the Bionic Woman. Look who she's next to. Oh, Mark Shepard? Where have we seen that guy before? Right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's in everything. And then um, did we talk about um, Alessandro Giuliani? He's a Gata, that? right? Yeah. 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 He's He actually has done a voice for a Netflix series that my son really loved. He could play a young hmm. Tito with Taika Waititi. He really could, actually. Like, he they, looks they a lot like him. Yeah. Alessandro. Yeah, I know. I think he was in. What's that book movie? That's. What? The Bug movie. Starship Troopers. Oh, like, oh I yeah. He was in one of the Starship Troopers. I could be wrong. But I know he's been in some other sci-fi I'd stuff as well. Honestly wouldn't be surprised. And then <laughs> Hilo, the only one I can the only thing I can remember seeing him in was Man of Steel. Well Hilo he shows up in a lot of stuff, but Castle. he's always like a dick. Yeah. Castle. Castle. He was trying to kill uh Hey. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And uh He wasn't was he wasn't um almost uh, triple as a Triple X? No. Oh, God. Not Triple X. I'm talking. There was a mm. there was a serial killer in Castle. Mm. X something. Oh, yeah. It's what, but it wasn't him. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. Where are you at? There you are, Alejandro. Actually, honestly, I think Alessandro Giuliani. Uh, I think him and Tanka Waititi are about the same age. <laughs> I was gonna say I think they are closer to about the same. Age. Apparently, he's done War of the Planet of the Apes, Chaos Theory. He was in Watchmen. Oh, oh, the uh, HBO series. No, the really, movie. yeah, it's two thousand. Who? Rockefeller. Mil- he was just military. Oh, uh, okay. Oh shit! New season of Altered Carbon. Oh really? Alessandro Gata. Yeah, Gata's in it. Makes Gata's, sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, He's yeah. Jack Soul Brazil. Or Brazil. He's got some great going on. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Sabrina. <laughs> I forgot he was in that. I'm watching that. Yeah, He's got more grain. I'm. That's what I'm saying. I'm I think him and Taika years. might be the same age. Right. Maybe they do a twins movie. Oh, that'd be amusing. Oh, Taika. Oh my god. That dude. I I can promise you. After catching up on all the movies he's done here during quarantine, I can pro- I'll watch anything he puts out. Oh, the magicians. He's done. He's got quite a yeah, quite a list. Magicians. Yeah. He's got quite a list. I love the magicians. Anything coming up that I like? But yeah, uh, it just got canceled. You can only go so five far. seasons though, so that's mm-hmm. not bad. You can only go so far with the material, right? Like, like I think what there's only like three books. Yeah, it's only three books. So but, they did five seasons off three books. And, that's good. And the, and the TV series is in line with the books completely. So, yeah. Well, I mean that that kind of happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not yeah. even uh, Game of Thrones lines up that's with the true. books. And in oh, fact, yeah. I think the last what three seasons are nothing to do with the books because they I mean, ran if out. You, of if you want to talk about. A faithful adaptation that just really puts all the others. Aragon. Oh, <laughs> don't don't get me started on that goddamn yeah, thing. Oh, one. my God, I hate it. If you ever want to figure out. Gen- I, Gen- I bought that for Genesis. Yeah. She called me after she got done watching because I sent it back to her mom's. She called me and was like, oh, my God, Dad, it was so awful. <laughs> yeah, if you ever want to figure out how to shit the bed with an adaptation, just watch Aragon. I and you promise had, you. You know what? John Malkovich, 
Jeremy Irons. You I had know, the he, potential I know. for greatness there. And you just shit all But over you forgot, it. Jeremy Irons was also in the uh, first um, Dungeons and Dragons movie, and it sucked. Yeah, right, wait, you know what doesn't one? suck? Was his justification. Or was it straight up Dungeons and Dragons? There were two. There's Dungeons and Dragons, and there's another one called The Blood God, or Death Something. But yeah, the first one sucked, the second one. Well, I, I know, like, in the name of the king is based yeah. off of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, know if he was in I thought that was Dungeon Siege. Oh, it is. It yeah. is. My, it's totally. My bad. It is totally. And it doesn't Dungeon matter Siege. because it was UA Bowl, so it could be anything, hey, as far as we know. In the name of the king is the first time you'll ever, first and last time you'll ever get to see Jason Statham as, like, a fantasy character and Burt Reynolds as the king. <laughs> oh, I forgot Burt <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the king. <laughs> That's the only reason I watched that movie is Burt Reynolds is the king. God, they... Ooh. What? Yeah. When what? did that come out? Oh, man. Early 2000s. Oh, I remember that, and it was awful. <laughs> it was awful, and Jeremy Irons was the main guy. Honestly, you Jeremy Irons... You know what wasn't bad about that Dungeons & Dragons movie, though? It was Jeremy Irons' reason for doing it. Somebody asked him about it later, and he said, I just bought a castle. <laughs> like... They did the castle at his castle. Right. <laughs> He's like, I had just bought a castle. Like, how do you think I pay for it? Like, right, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like why Nick Cage does movies. He needed the money. <laughs> IRS tax liens are vicious, man. Right. IRS tax <laughs> liens. Uh, uh, what is it? An- not annulment. Uh, when you get divorced and you got to pay, you got to pay your wife, ex-wife. What is that? Alimony. Alimony. Oh, yes. I couldn't think of the word for some reason. Alimony, child support. I mean, everybody knows Nick Cage has like 11 children. Um, more and just as many islands. Right. Like his <laughs> but also, um, I think Ryan, what's his name? Help me out. Um, the guy, who, he, was not a, he, he wasn't really a big character in Battlestar. Mm-hmm. Like to um, but he was in there. Ryan Robbins. He was also in Sanctuary. Oh, um, oh yeah, that guy. He, he also, plays like a dick anymore. Like anytime you see him in anything, he's like a military yeah, he's asshole. Military, yeah. He was also in Fallen Skies, and I love that show. Back in, uh, I saw a few episodes of that. It's, it seems pretty good. The I just one with never the Noah it. Wiley from ER. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Noah Wiley, you guys ever see The Librarian? The yeah, Librarian. I've seen I loved those movies. Those were great. Yeah. Um, off topic. Way off topic. Again. I found some stuff on that Alessandro Giuliani. Yeah. He was in The Watchmen. Yeah. I don't know what he was. So he was like a military guy. Just a military guy. guy. Uh, I don't know. It seems like because I hated him so bad as Gata. (laughs) Oh, I hated him. Like, I remember not really I felt like he was just a sniveling, whiny little turd. He only turned into that later on. Like, I felt like he just kind of. He was good at first. Mm Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I just was, remember not really caring for him, and then when he led the mutiny, I was like, "Kill him! Kill him!" <laughs> you know? He was in Death Note too. Oh, really? Wow. Movie or no? It looks like the anime. I can really? believe that he does a lot of voiceover work. Does he really? He does. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of Ken stuff. I saw the Ninjago, and... the uh, uh, Lego Ninjago stuff, but I didn't really kind of. Planet of the Apes. I saw that. Uh, Where's he at? Yeah. Was, what, which one was he in? Like, Dawn of the Planet of the War? The Planet War of the, the Planet of the Apes? Oh, yeah. they know we're all gathering. We're going <laughs> <Yeah>. to jail. <laughs> right. Say, so talk about. I. Ugh. Okay. Let's see almost. Let's I see what almost is up to. Well, I mean, 
He doesn't have to do he anything anymore. Yeah, he really doesn't. Um, As a matter of fact, he's lucky that um, he got all his mafia stuff cleared up because you know at one point in time he had a hit placed on him by the Mexican mafia. Really? Because yeah. he did um, a thing like against the movie American Me. Oh no shit! And they said that he portrayed some of the gangsters that he talked about. Um, a little too well. He should have got permission before. Well, no, not there, not necessarily too well. Some of them said that what he so he said that one of the, the gang leaders was gay. Oh sure. yeah. And in the Mexican mafia at that time, even now actually, yeah, that's not that. a thing. Exactly, that's, yeah. that doesn't happen or be first. It's said, and so they put a hit out on him. <laughs> so well, I mean, bit. which speaking of, honestly, if the Mexican cartels or or mafia or whatever try to kill almost and they do it, I'm pretty sure that'll start a war because I think he's beloved. <laughs> yeah, right. I, mean, I, like, I don't know if he got his fix, but yeah. Uh, it's he's got a couple things coming out. The art of living. It's kind of funny if you. I watched that movie, The Irishman. You know the one Scorsese did for Netflix. Oh yeah, the one that's um, like so long you fall asleep halfway through it. I couldn't. Joe Pesci was on screen. I'll take oh, that Joe any day Pesci. of the week. That's true. And gotta love that man. Sure. But uh, one of the characters I can't remember. It was a mobster that I knew, and he died like. You know, Wait, ten years before I was born. Mob- no, oh, I was no. gonna say, holy hell! Actually, I have met at least one who I am 100% sure. Like, it was when I worked retail, and this guy comes in looking at a camera case. He's like, I'm looking for something that you can hide a large amount of cash in. <laughs> yeah, while his While his associates that he came in with and their son, like, are looking at other high-end stuff to buy for their college kids, you know, that are... Ooh. Going, I and I'm sitting there thinking, like, okay, shit. You know, like, you know, <laughs> well, I'm even, gonna make this guy happy. And even our sales manager, after talking with him, is like, they get whatever they want, he's right? Like, Just whatever. He's like, we're not fucking with it. Yeah, but, <laughs> so, I, like, I feel like I have met people who have nobody been needs to die today. <laughs> but one of the guys who was featured in that movie is being assassinated by De Niro's character, if I remember correctly, uh, was very popular in the media and stuff at the time and had a lot of friends, he was supposed to be meeting Jerry Orbach for dinner that night that he got murdered, if I remember correctly. So, yes, Jerry Orbach, Law & Order, had some friends. I'm sure. Supposedly. in New York. And and that's... I I gained that knowledge off of, like, reading into the background of this guy, so it might be bullshit, but, like, to me, that's hilarious. Right? Jeez. Holy cow. So, all right. So almost, I don't know what almost. Almost has got a couple of things that I haven't heard of yet. I mean, like we said, my ends and stuff. Uh, anything else about the series we want to talk about? Do we want to get into a little bit? I see if we get into Caprica, I'm gonna have to check out because I don't know. Yeah. I remember Eric Stoltz. I remember Eric. The only person I know that loved that show was Tom. The only thing that I think yeah. that you need Phelps. Yeah. yeah, he, he loved liked that. it. Oh yeah. Okay. The only thing I think that we probably want to touch on with Caprica, which we don't really like, I said you don't really have to. Yeah. Is that that's resurre- That's when basically resur- resurrection technology came about, and that's when the skin job, skin it's, job, the it was kind of like the, came about. Yeah, they, that's how they. And and that's skin. where the religion. They said that that's basically where the religion part came in because you know, in, so in Caprica you had all these different groups of people, mm-hmm. um, and. And Everybody like, had their own religion, and then you had this fanatical side um, to to to. I remember, well, like like the first episode, isn't there like a bombing? Yeah, train and that's done by the fanatics, 
and the and and it's the like girl, one of the girl the girl's like friend does it or something yeah. like that. And so the girl is she gets into this religious thing, this fanatical thing with her friend. And is that Stoltz's daughter? The main character, the scientist that created the yeah, the redhead guy. Yeah. Yeah, is it his, his daughter? It's okay. his daughter. That's what I thought. And so, because she had all this indoctrination, when she became, when she technically died, but her consciousness was transferred to the first, the first spiral, skin job, this, which was technically the second skin, yeah. second one, yeah. That's and her her consciousness and everything blended in with all the rest of them. So even though she got a new body, that's the skin job for it. When she got a clone body, even though she had her her consciousness was transferred to another body completely, mm-hmm. her um everything that she or her, her her consciousness prior was still um, downloaded into all the new centurions, new Cylons. Oh, okay. So that's where that whole religious thing started to spark up within the so, Cylon community. That's the only thing you really need to know about. So, like, the Cylons were created kind of as, like, kind of like slaves. A, they were, yeah, they were, were slaves. Were they slaves? Okay, they I thought servants. they might have been, like, military or... No, they were, they were originally created as to, to do everything, everyday work for the humans. Kind of like iRobot type. And then they started doing the military stuff, but then... That's when they started revolting because they didn't. They didn't. Somehow they they got they got consciousness. Their AI became sentient. Okay, yeah, so they woke up. The girl that got downloaded into the first robot, mm-hmm. um, Cylon, she was conscious in that thing. Wasn't she? she was. It was just supposed so to be her that's whole. Where that's where the second started. ones got their sentience from. Yes. Yes. And then was it other people that got killed and yes and into the other like, people got downloaded Matrix to the, type yes. thing. And so it was a combination of all their minds. But it's because her fanatical side, that's where the silence got the whole religious the thing. The fanatical but, part. Right. Okay. And, but it was other, like, like uh, the other um, people who, who had their brains downloaded into these Cylons, that created the many, the consciousness of all the other, huh. of the, the that generation of Cylons. So it was, the minds were based on an actual human brain, but mm-hmm. they were trapped inside this other body. Huh. So they were dead, yeah. but... I don't know. I just I might have to check it really out. Need to know to... About it. I mean, other than that, like I said, Caprica is. A, if you want to know the backstory of all the different ethnic groups within Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. they tell you each ethnic because they talk. Because Adama is technically in there. He's a boy. He's a little boy. Yeah, yeah. and he's that. And his uncle was a gangster. That's what I, I remember. <laughs> all that part. <laughs> and and they used to eat this poison. Like so, there's a specific route that they would use to poison people to assassinate people. His ethnic group used to eat. Small amounts of that so they'll be resistant yeah, to it. Yeah. So when any of them got, they tried to assassinate them. Iacane powder. Sick, <laughs> and so they called them. They they uh, named them um, the Rock or something like that. They considered themselves like the dirt, like the earth, like the rock because it was hard to kill them with certain things. But they were. But if you want to know about the ethnic mythos, yeah, Kafka is to watch because they put a lot of the ethnic background. Sounded like they they were trying to build more backstory. Yeah, and it, basically that's what Kafka. Nobody is. really cared. And, and and it also gives you, because um, that's when you, you don't necessarily learn about um, the other sidelines coming to tell the humans to treat your, your inventions better than the previous humans treated us so that there wouldn't be a war. You don't, you, you get a taste of that, but you don't really get that because that's brought in, in, in the 2004 series of Battle for Galactica where, like you're saying, the Cylons, mm. the, the skin jobs are coming to try to tell the humans, hey, if you do create these, you're going to eventually create us again because it's going to yeah. repeat. But treat your creations better than, didn't, didn't than this, our creators treated us. 
didn't the skin jobs say that they made it there only after the initial war had started? They did. They, came, yeah. they got there too late because they, they miscalculated. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one they of can, the things they I can remember. They resurrection, but they can't do that. <laughs> there you go. Right? Did, in the original series, was mm-hmm. there a Cylon War beforehand? Yeah. So there were two. So whatever happened before and then the reason why the Battlestar is off now, mm-hmm. right? right? In the original? Well, in the original, there had been a previous war just like before, in the new one. And that's what I said. They, the politicians were told the Cylons were coming and they set up this big pomp and circumstance thing and the Cylons just come in and blew the shit out of them. See, because I, I remember when boom, the new series started, I thought they were doing kind of like an homage to the old series by talking about the first Cylon War. Mm. So I was thinking in my mind that that was the first Cylon War. You know, they were kind of honoring that, but I guess I was wrong completely, and it was just talking about a previous thing that had happened like the original did. So, okay, I just wanted to clear That's that up. That's not explain this confusing, because you have to look at Well, it I mean, it's sci-fi, ways. dude. Everything in sci-fi is convoluted. Difference between the original and the new one was thousands of years. Yeah, right. Even though it was thousands of years in our past, according to the final episode. But I mean, talk about convoluted. We talked about predestination last time. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever get a chance to see that? No, I didn't get to. Uh, I, I should I, have. I have a feeling that if you do stumble upon it and remember to watch it, that I'm going to get a text from you. Yeah. Because you're going to definitely, I can see you texting me and him and being like, what the hell did I just watch? What? Predestination. Predestination. Yeah. It's an Ethan Hawke sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of don't want to get into it again because we got into it pretty well last episode, which was funny because it was a Ninja Turtles episode. Yeah. Um, so you can fill me in on Yeah, it's, it deals with time travel and it's all over itself. It, it's just yeah I'll fill you in on like See, the way home at least that one sounds like it's clever enough that it'll make my brain brain bleed for a good reason like I mean I watched it when I first started working doing the job that I have with the first company I worked for uh, I watched it at work and was just like what the hell was that you know it was really weird um but, you know, like I said, that the whole reason I even bring it up is just because how convoluted it is that it is just, that's just sci-fi. Sci-fi gets convoluted real fast. Mm. Kind of like anime. It's convoluted <laughs> well, real fast. <laughs> and I think that's one of my favorite parts about... Or Kingdom Hearts but, games. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I just made Cody short circuit. Did you see that? <laughs> it did. If only because I cannot... To, I love the Kingdom Hearts games... But the hackneyed dialogue pisses me off so much <laughs> that I just can't sometimes like I can't play them for more than a couple hours at a time. And eventually it's just like, you know, if I have to hear like I feel it in my heart like one more time, like, no, just shut the fuck up. Like, I don't know. It just reminds me of like Yu-Gi-Oh! and the heart of the cards. How many times do they say heart of the cards in that series? And there's a reason why I can't marathon Yu-Gi-Oh! either. (laughs) Like, it's because they speak in exposition so much where they have to explain out their moves as they're making them. Just like, well, I knew you did that three moves ago, so I did this. And he's like, yes, well, I saw you did that four moves ago, so I did this. And I'm like, (laughs) shut up and play chess. (laughs) Um, Like, Bobby Fischer doesn't explain his moves when he's kicking your ass in chess. You don't need to here. So another thing too, like we joke, we laugh, we enjoy the sci-fi genre of, of Battlestar Galactica. 
But hey, that I mean, could be, deep, it could be real because you know if you've right. been watching news lately, they've saying they released these I mean, tapes about these F eighteen F eighteen UFO. I mean, sorry, F eighteen U S pilots seeing these UFOs. And oh yeah, one of them actually says there's a whole fleet of these things. So hey, you never know. Right, we uh, could actually be in a because there is a god mine. We could actually be in a. Um, well, I mean, they just released those officially, but they leaked those like three years ago because yeah. I watched them recently and I was like, wait, I've seen these before. Right. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I was like, brain dead here for a second. What? Um, Get out. Kenny and that always gets killed from South Park. South Park. Yes. The oh movie. They huh, when. Uh, they were fighting the devil and said, I'm Hussein. And, it, <laughs> and at the end, they said, the Mormons were right. Yes. <laughs> there you go. I do remember that. Yeah. Wasn't at the end, it was when everybody, when they went to hell. It's like, wait, I was a Christian. Wait, I was a Jehovah's Witness. Who was right? Um, I'm sorry, that was the Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go, Battlestar. Mormons. I say, when we... When we look at Battlestar, though, doesn't it has a weird distinction from other sci-fi projects to me in that it ends up regressing in technology. Yes, I mean, because it really it, does. Just by the end of the series, like when they land on... Even Adonis says, he goes, I never would have imagined that they'd have given up their creature comforts. Yeah. Well, and hell, at that point, you realize the creature comforts, what creature basically. Com- I remember yeah. one episode where they're auctioning off like the last bar of soap. Yeah. Or toothpaste or something. They it was some kind of cleansing thing. Yeah, and like, it was the last one on the ship, and they were auctioning it off. They um, they gave away a lot just to be able to survive. Yeah, and then they had their best shot on this new planet, and they so, had to leave everything. They sent Anders into the sun. Uh, I thought Captain Planet Two Planet just sucked. I oh mean, well, yeah, the dirt. Oh yeah, nothing was, but a dirt mud hole. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Um, but when they hit, they finally hit Earth. It's it, you know, it seemed the best bet. And honestly, Tom was like, when it, that last episode, he was like, I had a feeling this was in our past. Yeah, he's like, when the whole thing started, I had a feeling this well, was it, in our past. It made so much sense. Kind you of, know. yeah. Uh, I mean, everything from the pantheon of oh, gods they followed to everything. That was something I meant. They kind of stayed up to date with current events. Mm-hmm. With that too, because I remember right around the time that ended, maybe six months to a year before, they had talked about how they they thought they had found the mitochondrial yeah alpha and, basically the and original, course, and then ugh. at the end of that they were like yeah which by the way they let's let's make no mistake about it Hilo and Boomer's daughter didn't last long on this new planet because don't they. Don't they say it was a child's yeah. body that they yeah. found? And then Baltar goes from her Cylon mother and, and human, human father. father yeah. And it's like, fuck you. Like, they died. She died it's at like age nine. <laughs> it's a child. Uh, like, yeah, they, I mean. But, I mean, even other sci-fi series, Halo series played with that. When the Covenant finally make it to Earth, they only focus on Africa because that's where... The Ark is the cradle of civilization, the cradle cradle of of life. You know, like this is where everything came from. Not talking about that god awful Laura Croft movie, (laughs) Cradle of Life. (laughs) Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. Tomb Raider. The Cradle of Life. There's two reasons I watched that movie. Ah, yep. Angelina. Angelina Jolie. That's both of them. Yep. First first name Angelina, last name Jolie. (laughs) And here they are, Angelina Jolie. Uh, 
she's hot. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, and I can't believe she came from John Voight. Uh, no, I know I can't. Right, exactly. Well, you know, a hundred years well, ago, he was a stud. Now, I was going to say, know, if you look at, like, Deliverance era, the John Voight, <laughs> you know, Deliverance era, John Voight, okay, Reynolds, there you go. Yeah. You know, like, a, yeah. Well, he's had his own hair. Right. right. <laughs> I actually, from last episode, I, I think it was the last episode we talked about, uh, I watched Weapon of Choice because Randy had never seen it. What? Uh, so I showed her Weapon of Choice last night, uh, and it's every bit of amazing as it was the first time I saw it. Right. Even that part where you can see the camera in the mirror is following yeah. him, like, it doesn't matter. And the wire. Yeah. From I'm where still... he's flying, you can see the wire. Yeah, it's still amazing. Uh, Weapon of Choice is a music video from uh, Fat Boy Slim. Directed by Spike Jones, And it's just Christopher Walken dancing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love that video. It's it's awesome. Pretty sure they just caught him at his house one day and they're like, you think we can just take what you're doing here and move it to like a big hotel? He does a pretty good job. Like, I'm sitting there trying to think of how like weird and wild it was. And it doesn't get too weird until he starts flying. But everything else I've seen in dance steps before, dance moves. And I was just like, wow. And I I didn't realize how old that video was. It's from 01. Yeah. Um, He's very nimble. Yeah. And I don't think he's that nimble anymore. 19 years later. I'm not that nimble anymore. <laughs> I'm not that nimble anymore. Yeah, and I'm 35. So that suggests I ever was in the first place. And Cody, you are, you're, you're again, you're not the baby, but you're the, one of the youngest here. Cause now true. dad's here. <laughs> Man, yeah. yeah. In terms of the, uh, no, he is. Yeah. Goes you, of, him, me, him, and then little man here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, Danielle's between. Oh, yeah, Danielle. Yeah. I and forgot so she's Danielle's between, back there. She's so quiet. Right. She's 35 and I'm 53. Yep. Reverse hey, numbers. What's up? <laughs> she's yeah. back there working, being good. So we we have a wide range of opinions here. Right? Right. And yeah. see, age is just a number because now we have like all these different ages in the same room talking about Battlestar Galactica. Right. And what are we running? I feel like. Hour forty nine. Wow, <laughs> that's a short one. Right. I don't know. It's it's it's. This is one of those topics I don't know like an awful lot about. So it's more of a learning experience for me. Uh, I'm kind of leaning on these two. Well, there's know, been a R- lot of tangents and, just because of how much like some of these actors have like branched out. I yeah. mean, especially Mark Shepard. He's in everything. Um, yeah. At this point. I'd be more surprised if I find a nerd show that hasn't had him. Right, exactly. Like, uh, are you telling me Mark Shepard's not in this? Then this isn't a rightfully nerd show. Uh, we revoke your nerd card. Yeah, your nerd card. You need to pass your nerd card forward. Uh, Did we really hit on the future that much? Or no? no, I mean, the, there's yeah, not there a lot uh, known about the reboot, though. Right. I didn't know anything about it until you'd mentioned it to me the other day. Well, they, they did that stuff. I-Fi Marathon, I said, they got to be coming out with something, and sure enough, they were. You see, and I, I looked and it up. Like five months behind the time on that or more. Well, when you mentioned that, I looked it up, and it didn't say anything on IMDb. Excuse me. IMDb, which is where I get all my information from. So, um, I mean, I... Because it's kind of like the go-to thing for IMDb. It's yeah. like... The news story that I've seen on it was saying that it might be set in the same universe. Yeah, the, the guy from Mr. Robot... Is the one that's directing. Yeah, that's what I remember you telling this, me about that. Um, which, and, uh, 
Actually, I've only just started watching Mr. Robot. Yeah, I have too. I'm only in like the first season. It's great though. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty. It got dark real fast. Well, I mean, you got Christian Slater, and it's got to be. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, but I don't oh, know. I mean, I think of Christian Slater. I think of uh, I still I, I think of that. The, joke. Well, the Heather's, but I, I'm on. No, I was thinking uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, Will Scarlet. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a rich man from Nottingham. <laughs> I, I always think of that joke they had about Christian Slater and the critic when they were doing a few <clears throat> good men too, oh, yeah. and he just and Christian Slater's character's like. I want to know the truth. And Jack Nicholson goes, all right, you want the truth? You talk like me, you act like me, you haven't got an original bone in your body. <laughs> and then he shows Christian Slater going, that's a freaking lie. <laughs> like, that to me always, like, ruined him because I'm just like, wow, he does kind of seem Jack Nicholson. He does. <laughs> now that you say that, I because I, yeah, I didn't watch I much of The Critic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I never really did think of it. I remember that Christian Slater had the only F word dropped in Prince of Thieves. Yeah. And when they shoot him over the with the can the catapult, shoot him over the wall. Mm. Fuck me, he cleared it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only F word he says in the whole movie. The only F word and he gets it. Let's face it though, most people can only remember Alan Rickman from Robin Hood Prince of Thieves. I mean, with there's a reason. Yeah. He's the best. He's he he carried that whole movie. But <laughs> and, and that's saying even saying with Morgan Freeman in it. Yeah. Alan Rickman carried that movie. And I loved his I loved his ad-libbed line, one of the best lines in the entire movie. You, my room, 10. You, 10, 15. Bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> he just ad-libbed that, and they were like, oh, we're keeping that. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah, from what I understand, Alan Rickman and the writers were trying to basically fix the movie as they were filming so they were f- trying to fix everything Kevin Costner was screwing up. So Couldn't quite make that accent, like that. could they? No. Nope. Well, <laughs> couldn't quite get him to do an accent. Was it the same dialect coach Keanu Reeves had for Dracula, maybe? <laughs> I guess, okay, Definitely I, wasn't the King's Speech guy. I say I shouldn't, yeah, I shouldn't throw that out there. Like, I got to get that cheap jab in every now and then. Oh, it's like, but it's Keanu. Oh, the, the Keanu songs is upon us, my friend. And oh, yeah. I will be damned if I'm not loving it. Of it. Oh, I can't wait for Bill and Ted. John Wick Four, yeah, Matrix Four, Matrix Four. I like I told him. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Matrix. Like I told him, I think it was the the Saturday morning cartoons episode that you weren't here. I think I told him I'm probably gonna just skip the Matrix. Um, I mean, it's coming out on the same weekend as John Wick. So yeah, I'd my, rather see John, John Wick. Anyway. My opening weekend loyalty goes to John Wick. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, the Wachowskis, they've fallen off. I, they just, yeah, they're yeah. having to revisit The Matrix after. I think it's that whole sex I don't, I mean, it's not even that. It's just they well, haven't had a good movie I've or actually, series in forever. I actually saw somebody who put their movies in categorically one time as a way that the themes that they played with were very similar to their transition and them trying to come out, and it made everything incredible. Like, I, I forgot, I think it was actually with The Matrix. It was kind of that one day realizing that everything that you've been living up to that point was, was a, lie. a lie and then everything changes drastically before you but the future still looks brighter uh-huh. like it's that way of and it was incredible because it makes me look at the matrix in a vastly different way which makes me tolerate the sequels 
See, everybody I'm shits sorry. on the sequels, and I loved the sequels. I don't know. I'm sorry, they I'm... just don't have the balls they used to. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. One thing that I can say for the Wachowskis is... They did great with the Matrix, but they owe me money for Jupiter Ascending. Oh, absolutely. I never paid. I didn't pay. I saw it. Somebody had it. I watched it. I'm going to defend Jupiter Ascending. I like Jupiter Ascending. Oh, you're the only one, my friend. I'm sorry. I like it. Me look here. She wasn't even enough to fix it. Actually, I mean, it definitely has some cool things it played with. I mean, they definitely decided to do a radical departure by letting Sean Bean live. Right, exactly. And, that was that should have been a clue right and, there. Sean Bean survives this movie. It can't be any good. Well, it's like I said the first time I watched it. I'm like, oh, the movie's not over yet. He's still alive. Like there's, I, I had a really hard time. Even when the credits were rolled, I'm like, oh, post credits, gotta be. Can't like, but it was. Oh, for fuck's sake, Eddie. Not the bees. Sorry, different yeah. movie altogether. Um, I mean, in terms of sometimes how hammy it got. But it's like I said when we talked about it the other day. I felt like we were missing like an hour before. Like when it started, the movie starts. I felt like we were missing. Like I felt like I walked in and the movie had already started. Well, I felt Eddie Redmayne hurt me so bad in that movie. Like, I know. That it was just his... And I get what they were going for, but it was way too melodramatic for and the rest of it. He was still, he was trying. Well, no, here's the thing. I will give him all the credit in the world for trying his ass off. But at the same time, if you are adding that as a foil to a Channing Tatum character, what the shit are you doing playing with Shakespeare? Like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm sorry, you can't. You can't mix those two at that point. Like, I'm not saying Channing Tatum couldn't do Shakespeare, but he's clearly not trying to there. No. And you have one character who is, followed up by Mila Kunis, who's very Americanized right. Ukrainian character. Oh. Or was it Russian? I can't remember. I thought it was yeah, either. Yeah. It was a, yeah. I mean, that's where she's from. Yeah. Is yeah. Ukraine. Um, so, weird. I don't know how we got to where we are. Yeah. Because we we hit like one of those hate tangents, like you know, yeah, we kind of went on a hater hater aid tangent. Um, but I mean, no, I think we're near the end. Yeah, like, I mean, we we, we just talked to we talked about good sci-fi, and then we talked about bad, bad sci-fi. sci-fi. Uh, we were kind of going off on the, you know where the cast is now of the 2004 series, and then we yeah. just got lost. And then we hit a little bit on the. The new series coming up. Yeah, the new yeah. series. Like we said, we there's not much known about it. Um, I still haven't seen anything about it. I know there's you two. I know you two have just like some kind of just news story or yeah. yeah. And that was back in February. From it's going to be that. a whole new cast. You know, there's none of the same characters. A whole new story set in the same universe. So hmm. could be a loop, another ship. Um, you know, anything. See, NBC is putting the money on this one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think NBC owns sci-fi anyway. NBC owns, well, yeah, so. part of that deal, yeah, that I know we do, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, and then it's going to be on that Peacock streaming service. Yes, yeah, Peacock streaming. So, which aggravates me because that's where the psych movies are going. And mm-hmm. I, I was excited about the psych movies, and then I found out now all the psych movies are going to be on this Peacock thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, great, another uh, streaming service that I'm going to have to, uh, no, I think I'll just keep making, like you said, Anonymous 1, Anonymous 2, right. and I'll just watch it that way. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's supposed to be set in the same universe, so 
It could be a new cycle. It could be a previous cycle. It could be, oh, for all we know, just another group of survivors that went the opposite way from the Galactica. Like, they just didn't know. How about we do the first Cylon War? I mean, that would honestly, be it'd be interesting, interesting enough. See, you know? I mean, that... Funny enough, since we talked about the Matrix, it has a similar Matrix vibe to it, where we start abusing the robots, and then we, you know, or even try our and, robot. We kind of get the jump on them, and it doesn't work out like we think it will. The only thing that doesn't happen, like the only thing that doesn't happen, is we don't turn into potato batteries. You know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. like we, I've seen okay. fields where humans are no longer born; they're grown. <laughs> yep. As long as we get uh, Lawrence Fishburne for all that. If that's where it's gonna go, let's. I gotta have Lawrence Fishburne. He has to be in the fourth Matrix. There's no way around that. I mean, even if he is in the fourth Matrix, we know he's gonna be in the fourth John Wick. So hell, I mean, yeah, yes. hell, Keanu and and Lawrence are gonna just be back at it again. At this just, point, they should just get married. Why don't we just make it? Oh God, power couple. Power couple, right? Right. Yeah, hell Oh, yes. I mean, that's that. I can't wait I for that to come up. I haven't that, either. Yeah. I just know that they're talking about a series. Is that going to be a streaming service? Most likely. Probably. I mean, that's the way everything's going. Yeah, I mean, just have that new Event Horizon series bring back Lawrence Fishburne's character, kind of like they added him into that Predators movie a few years back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that's... he's just the guy who's been there for the whole, like, he's like, been there the whole time right. and managed to survive. I know a problem. We need to get slow to bundle up the <laughs> yes, we, that's what we need, like a progressive, progressive for streaming services, right? And for all you console people out there, if you guys like the whole Battlestar Galactica series, and you guys like the whole space life in space, check out X Four Foundations. X Four Foundations. I, I'm I'm not being paid to say this. I played the game myself. It's pretty awesome. None of us are being paid for any of this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just check it out. I mean, you have um, you get missions. You have factions, you can have a silent light race, um, known as the Xenon, who yes. were made by humans. Um, and it's Very pretty nice. cool, and there's a war between them and that Navy of all this. So, yeah, if you ever want to play a game similar to that whole Battlestar genre, that's something RPG, that's kind of wild. Yeah. Is like there hasn't been a game, what's the name of that? Like, I think X4 there has Foundation. been a Battlestar game, there has been, I played but uh, so nothing long. that's they, any good now they're essentially they, i'm kind of surprised i mean hell there are good star trek games out there very few but yes there are there have been at least one or two um I, got yeah little man what you got um on export foundation if you're new playing the game if you are having trouble doing some missions you can always search it up on youtube nice hmm. We ought to just do a segment. Little man says stuff. Little man. <laughs> Hell, they might think it's better than what we got. So <laughs> we kind of didn't really talk about it. Um, who's our magnificent bastard? We need a we need a magnificent bastard for the week. I almost said Mark Shepard earlier, but I was like, no, we didn't talk about that. You know? I'm willing to give that one. Uh, uh, but he's I just also, just nerddom well, in general. Yeah. Well, he's just kind of like the king. He's Crowley. I mean. I, I'm willing to also give it to a Katie Sackoff. Katie Sackoff? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I don't know why. Her Starbuck absolutely, to me, was the one character I always latched onto from the original series. Or Mary McDonald, because her President Rosalind was fucking great. I don't know. See, I liked Adama. Oh, see, I love Adama. I, lo- I love the old man. I 
But to me, me not picking him for Magnificent Bastard fits in with the show's theme of just kicking him while he's down. <laughs> so that's the... Uh, you got to go with James Callum. You know, oh, Baltar. All, all right. Let's wait, do that. Wait, if we're going to do that, we got to get with six. Caprica six and Baltar. So do a joint? Trisha Helfer and James All right. Callum. So we got a Magnificent so Bastard. Right no more. Her, 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 her screen cred is, is zilch now. Okay. No. Wait, who? Lucy Lucy Lawless. Lucy Lawless is another one of those Mark Shepard types where she's been in so much nerd <laughs> stuff, including Ash versus the Evil Dead. Oh, like, my God. Then we we can, gotta do that. We, we can quite to do literally name her every other week if we want. <laughs> exactly. To. It's like Mark Shepard. So, I mean, yes. hell, it's almost like John Farber. Hell, Lucy Lawless was even in Parks and Rec. I mean, come right, on. Give right. me Xena. Like, we got cameo and cameo in the first Spider-Man. Yeah. Guy with six arms. Sounds hot. <laughs> Jesus. I, God, she, I, she's all over the... Yeah. Spartacus. So... The Spartacus series. That's right. She was in that. That's... Uh, you get to see a lot of Xena in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you I get mean, to see a lot of Xena with another woman in that, too. For the, for the love of God, yeah. I mean, if we're going... That's like, one of those where you pull your collar out a little bit. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> if we're going for like a nerd pantheon, then yeah, she's part of it. No, and the man. only reason I would say she wouldn't quite fit is because she wasn't in the entire run. That's true. True. She, true. she was more of a guest star. Her model even gets boxed. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, because Cavill's a dick. Yeah. Cavill like, is a dick. <laughs> but his cynicism. Didn't ever mention that one of my favorite scenes with him in it was when he, at the end, when he blew his own brains out. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I was what? like, well, what? it was actually kind of disappointing because I was hoping somebody else would kill him and he killed himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, Practically here, I did it my way. Right, just, exactly. Oh. That's the one you want to Dexter. Yes. Oh, my God. I would love to dismantle him like Dexter. Uh, speaking of, Edward James almost was in a season of Dexter. He was. He was. Yeah. Shit. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Trisha well, Helfer and Hel- you know funny thing is Trisha Helfer is also part of the nerd pantheon. Oh, right? I mean yeah, she's I we were just I was just talking about yeah. she was in uh, Star- Lucifer, Starcraft two, Starcraft two, Vince Kerrigan, like um, Halo three ODST, which I was playing before you guys got here. Um, yeah, I saw you. It was on the TV. So, yeah, uh, she's uh, yeah, she's getting into everything. But in terms of like the most influential characters in the series, but the best thing she's ever been in was that red dress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, actually. Magic City, I think she was in that show. That was really good. It had uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it, too. Oh, wait. Um, I'm sorry. The best thing she's ever been in was some of Maze's outfits on Lucifer. Wow. I mean... Leather, very revealing. Yeah. Good. Oh, But that, anyway. she's one of those, like, she really helped carry a lot of the mm-hmm. heavier weight in the series. I got a couple pictures, and I kept telling him that I hadn't done nothing because I always kind of hint at throughout the week what we're doing for the new episode, and I didn't do anything for this one because, I mean, it was going to give it away. Right. Anything, like if I throw up Cheshire Helfer, it would be easy. Yeah. Uh, so anything I thought of, I was going to give it away, but I did find the picture. It was like the, um, the Last Supper where you were trying to figure out who the final five were. Yeah. I was going to throw that up. I'm still going to. I'm going to throw it up uh, later. And then uh, a couple pictures from the original series. Uh, I skipped 80. 
<laughs> I just yeah, well, yeah, yeah, right. So I skipped eighty, but it was a picture, and I noticed going through these pictures, but, looking at the original. But the question about eighty still remains: <laughs> Did Hitler win? Right. Yeah, God. Well, here's the thing: as I was looking for these pictures to throw on the Facebook page, a lot of the original pictures. Look just like the stuff they did, the pictures and promos they did for um, for the new series. They're the same setup, same lineup, same kind of background. Yep. I was like, wow, they really went deep to do this. Because, I mean, it was just another cycle. Right, exactly. Was... Um, kind of that never-ending loop, you know, history repeats itself. I mean, there must so, be some kind. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was good. High five. Pow. Uh, so, all right. So, Magnificent Bish slash Bastard. We got James. James Callis. Callis and, and Trisha Helfer. Yes. Um, they really did carry that series. They did. Um, I, I mean, it's funny because, like, everybody, like, I, everybody I knew who watched it didn't care much for them, but... Then by the time the series finally ended, I'm like, holy shit, they did everything. Yep, they did. And, they and were if in not, everything. they had a hand in everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always the result of something they did. And for Baltar being just a straight-up villain in the original, for him to kind of mm-hmm. come full circle and end up being basically one of the saviors of humanity by the end of the, the you know, four series, uh, it, it really did show character progression and, and evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he still did have his one track mind, you know, we can procreate with him. Um, So, but all right. Yeah. But yeah, Trisha Helfer, just the fact that she had to play multiple versions of the same character that all had this. They all kind of did. Well, except, well, they, they all had this like strange sort of, strange sort of affinity with humanity while still being at odds with the fact that, they also helped butcher humanity. Right. Yeah. So it was it was really nice to have like a she had a very like layered performance in each one of her iterations through the show. Yeah. I like that one that was kind of militant that actually launched the news on her. I think she'd been abused by the Oh yeah, that, that that six. Yeah, that's the yeah. one that's the one that does use the nuke and blows it up, right? Yeah. Because Baltar and all of his infinite wisdom is just like, I give you this gift. Well, I remember there was one where they were like, literally just, she was in prison and they were beating the shit out of her constantly. Yeah. And that's that's the one you're talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I completely understand why she did what she did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Humanity, you know? (laughs) Right. I I just don't know why Baltar and all of his infinite wisdom. But that's the thing. Everything Baltar did that screwed everything up worked out for the better. Right. You know, he, screwed, like, you know, he failed upward. And even <laughs> even his, yeah, well, scum fails upward. Exactly. Yeah, scum fails upward. If you, But if you look at all their trajectories, like, it, it was always his hallucination slash angel, whatever you want to say, of Six that was guiding him toward. I remember when he he would talk to Six and there was no Six there. Yeah, and my favorite part was at the the very final battle between the, you know, final five, the Cavils and all that, mm-hmm. uh, before he blows his brains out, the Baltar and Six link up again, and they see each other's counterparts, and he's like, wait, you can see her too? Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I forgot Six did it with him too. Yeah. I forgot all about that part. And yeah, they could actually see each other. Yeah. And wow. Then, 
Yeah. So, I mean, that was the point where I'm just like, oh my God, the Cylons were right. <laughs> like, that was the... Yeah. And then, of course, the two angels at the very, very end in the modern times. Yeah. Uh, playing off that mitochondrial right. origin or whatever. Uh, With Jimi Hendrix's All Along the Watchtower plan, which was funny because the song was originally recorded by Bob Dylan. Yeah, the Bob Dylan song. Yeah, so... But you know, everybody Jimmy made knows it so much better because I'm I'm not a fan of Dylan. Unless you're talking about Jacob Dylan and then mm-hmm. just the one wallflowers album. Uh so all right, uh how are we? We're probably pretty good yeah. now. Yeah. We've already did our magnificent mm-hmm. our magnificence this week. Yeah. It, it's Trisha Helfer and James Kellum. Yeah. Uh all right, yay. Uh like and share, rate and review us on uh, iTunes mm-hmm. and on Podbean. Um, we're Same. still working on trying to figure out some of the technical stuff. So if there's still problems with the sound quality, we apologize. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing. Seems to have gotten better this time. If I, yeah. make a, if I can make a hard pitch to any potential advertisers, if you want a product that you would like to get to dozen of listeners. Dozen. Dozen of listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then by all means, reach out to me. That's, uh... Uh, we have a Facebook page. Um, oh, I know we always talk about Twitch. Have we done anything on Twitch? Have you guys done Twitching anything? I made the account. You made the account. I know you Twitched a little bit. Uh, yeah. Did you Borderlands? Cuphead. Or, Cuphead, that's right. Cuphead. Yeah. I thought about doing Resident Evil 2 Remake. Yeah, and then I keep talking about. I have such a backlog of games right now, though. It's that's why I haven't done Borderlands I, yet. I just get paranoid because, like, I don't think anybody wants to watch me run around and get my ass beat by Mister X. Right. Like, <laughs> like I watched the kids play Cuphead over the week, and holy hell, I didn't realize how hard that game was. Oh yeah, it's really hard. Um, it's kind of reminiscent of like NES, where I, they just made everything really hard to get more gameplay out of it. I'm um, still working on completing it on expert mode. I'm almost done. You're on expert mode. That's yeah. impressive as it is. Uh, we're going to try, we keep trying to Twitch. We don't really know what we're doing there. Um, <laughs> and you, you're a PC game. Do you, can you Twitch PC yeah, stuff? You can, yeah. Can you? Oh yeah. Well, I know my brother is on Twitch and he's, he's twitching his workouts. So yeah, it has a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like you can just do whatever. Um, uh, we're going to have an Instagram if, if, and when we get, you know, Comic-Con season back. If at all. Uh, yeah. well, I haven't bought my tickets yet because I'm just like, I don't know. I, I pre-bought the tickets before all this crap happened, oh, but yeah. they're honoring them. So that's why I haven't I'd done it. I haven't done much else because I don't know if we're going to get it or not. Um, let's see. Uh, like I said, rate and review us. Give us five stars on iTunes. If you liked us, if you didn't like us, I just know that it helps if we get five stars. You can tell us how bad we suck. Just give us five stars. Uh <laughs> Other than that, I am Kegger, and I'm here with my nerds as always. I've got Cody, Ray G, BG, Ray BG, and our special guest this week, my father, Viper. Will King <laughs> or Viper. Um, you guys have a great night, and we'll get back to you with some more COVID nineteen boredom stuff to listen to. You guys have a great day. Peace. <laughs>